Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Yo, fuckers, welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Hello. Oh, my God. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. How you doing? Oh, my God, it's Christmas. Not right now. (laughs) Not at this moment. I'm probably opening presents with my nephew because I brought him way too many things. I'm seeing my brother who I haven't seen in a very long time. Yay! Like a year. Do you open a lot of presents? Um, I mean, we don't. Uh, Santa doesn't wrap presents. He lays them under the Christmas tree. Oh, like unwrap? Yeah, and it's well because it, it, when you're a kid, to go down and just see everything all at once, it's like oh. sensory overload, and it's fucking awesome. So that's just the way that we always did it. I mean, for my parents and stuff, I'll wrap presents in my brother. Yeah. But the stuff that Santa leaves still. Oh, Santa still leaves stuff. Fuck yeah! Anything that I ask for my parents is is Santa. When did you find out Santa was fake? Um, really late, like 12. I think I was maybe 11. Yeah, I was, and I was, and my mom kind of just assumed that I knew that it wasn't real and like took me to Toys R Us and was like, oh, do you want, it? and I was like, uh, what? 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 I was what like, you Santa saying? isn't real? And that that's the start of my distrust for people. Exactly. That's when I first knew adults are liars. Yeah. I was... I- that I was like crushed. I mean, my, yeah. my thesis film from college is about. Is that the one with Amy Schumer in it? Uh, no, that was my junior thesis oh. with Amy Schumer. My, she did a film with Amy Schumer, you guys. <laughs> so cool. My senior thesis, though, is about the myth of Santa Claus that we keep as a culture. Because uh, it, it like destroyed me. I mean, I had so much fun with Santa Claus. I mean, if I were my parents, I was a cute ass little kid. Mm-hmm. Getting me excited was probably such a joy that they didn't care. But I remember there was a skip it under my mom's bed when I was a child. And I and I would always sneak and find the presents and before they were wrapped and I was like okay I'm going to take mental note of that because uh, I'm a little uh, I'm a little on the edge about the Santa thing cuz fucking Tony from school told me something that yeah. really fucked with me and then Christmas morning the skip it was wrapped and it said from Santa and I was like you're all fucking liars you're yeah. all fucking traitors yeah it's rough it's rough well, I'm sorry I that just, you had that experience maybe that's why as a society <laughs> we're just fucked yeah we're just lied to from the beginning well, it was fun I I enjoyed it and I'm going to lie my head off to my nephew when he's old enough to walk and talk. I mean, when you think about it, it's just religion for kids. It's like, okay, you be good all year so that this man that you've never really seen sneaks into your house and brings and you your shit. good stuff. Yeah. You know, it's the same concept. Yeah. So, um, come see us live. Yes. When you're back from Christmas break. Yeah. If, in New York City, get over here. <laughs> if you're uh, in New York City the day after Christmas, which is uh, fr- uh, Saturday, December 26th, I'm going to be at Arlene's Grocery opening up for John Campanelli. That's going to be, a, it's a really fun venue, going to be a really fun show. Uh, tickets are uh, $10 and please come out and support it. I'll, I'll tweet about it and stuff, but that's going to be a wild night. My brother's going to be there. My brother's friends are going to be there. It's going to be so cool. And then on Tuesday, January 19th, I'm at this really dope show at the Village Underground, which I'm really excited to perform on. It's 130 West 3rd Street um, with headliner Bonnie McFarlane. It's just a bunch of awesome chicks doing a show together, and they were nice enough to ask me on that. It's 8 p.m. I wish I knew the price, but I don't. So, you know, come and see it. Thanks. On Saturday, January 23rd at 7.30 is the next Glamour Puss. Uh, we're going to have a ticket link available soon for that. Last This past month was like extra sold out. It was the soldiest, outiest we've ever had. It was fucking amazing, you guys. Uh, so come to the next one. It's going to be star-studded.
So, and we don't have an ad on this podcast uh, for this episode. So we're just going to spend time talking to you about, can you donate to us? Mm-hmm. Give us money. Um, we're going to have, we have a donation page set up and it's going to stop uh, midnight at January 1st. So you have New Year's Day is the last day you can donate. Um, and Just we're gonna... give us a shekel. Yeah, and only, I think, as of now, like only 230 people have donated. Which is awesome, and we thank those people so much. But there's a lot of listeners, and I know some of you feel like, okay, well, we emailed you to ask you for stuff, and maybe you've written us a letter over the years that we didn't, you know, have time to get back to you or something. Um, but it's because we're putting a lot of time into this podcast. Yeah. And so... And we have day jobs, and we can't really... Yeah, it's not know. really about, like, oh, you give, you know, I gave you something, so you give me something but you know we i think we have done our fair end of the deal with providing you with a high quality podcast every friday consistently we've never, never once missed a friday. taken a friday I, off it's fucking christmas y'all yeah we're here well and we're so here, um and this is the this is the way that we're going to be able to travel around um to do shows in all these places that you write on our instagrams that you want us to come we see that and we don't we're taking note of that and we're going to come to those places we will be going on tour in the future but we need some but funds. we need money we want to hire designers to do merch and a website and all this good stuff and someone had emailed us and they were like why don't you just read commercials I'm like dude people don't want to advertise with a show called Guys We Fucked yeah. and when we signed with the ad agency we're in the they process war- they, war- yeah, when yeah. they warned us they're like just so you know like it's a little they might like the podcast but they don't want to sponsor it and I was like yeah I get it yeah so so yeah um, it's if you go in the description of this podcast it's the very first thing that you'll see um, is the donation link so click and donate even even like a dollar that's yeah. great I'd that's be awesome. amped awesome if everyone gives a dollar that would make such a difference yeah. um, and we really sincerely appreciate it so thank you so much to everyone who's donated so far and that's thank awesome you. what's up with you Christina oh my god so weird okay you know how I shit on weddings and marriage a oh. lot on the podcast <laughs> I thought you meant I shit at weddings that's my I thought thing. you meant actual fecal matter uh-huh, go yeah ahead. I just go to weddings and I go <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just feels like I'm I was really like, doing I my part. Didn't know to that. Uh huh. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but just like I talk shit on wedding, on marriage, and, yes. and uh, mostly the ceremony of a wedding and stuff. I think we both do. Yeah, yeah, we both do. But I really like uh, <laughs> one of my best friends. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. Got engaged. Oh yes, right. I saw her on I Facebook. Cannot describe to you how happy I was for her and mm-hmm. how I was laying in bed. It was probably eleven o'clock at night, and she called me, and I was like, "Nah, not now. I'm gonna. I'm fucking. I don't know what. I, I was trying to go to sleep." Mm-hmm. And then she texted me. I'm like, "Nah, it's gonna. No, I'll, I'll tend to that tomorrow." And then I happened to look at the text, and it was a picture of her finger with a ring, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh." I screamed and I <laughs> called her and I like almost cried. I was yeah. so excited for her and I was like, oh my God, we're going to have a bachelorette party. I turned into a fucking bridezilla. Mm-hmm. It's not even my wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I thought that was, I feel like official adult now. Like I, this is the first friend I've ever had that's going oh, Like yeah. a close friend or any friend really. Every wedding right. I've ever been to is somebody else's relative or someone that I know but not that well. Like, this it is, means a lot more. I also, it's really exciting. Yeah, I mean, I remember very vividly when and Paula let me know that she got engaged and it was very similar to your experience because it's two people I know um, your friend has been dating that person for quite some time Yeah, and this 
same thing with Paula. And yeah, I was like on my way to an open mic and like she was like texting, calling. I was like at the gym. I was like, I can't get to this like right now. And then I was like, wait, wait. I was like, I was like, Paula. I was like, she never calls yeah. like, or texts more than once. And it's, you're excited because it's someone you love and you know that they're, they're so happy. happy. I know. And I, so that makes you happy. Yeah. But I also got excited about <clears throat> my mind went to like, oh my God, what kind of dresses are we going to wear at the bride of my party? I'm like, I just wanted to publicly call myself out on uh, on uh, shitting on weddings in the tradition of marriage it's and then fun. getting it's like so a party. giddy. Right. But one of my New Year's resolutions is to not hop on the train of sensationalizing something that you're just because, you know what I mean? You know, like I, 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 I want to be a, the kind of person who can recognize when I'm a hypocrite. Right. And so uh, this is my first time doing it. And it's before 2016. Well, I think you start. can shit on something as long as you have like kind of like researched it. So it's like yeah. if you want to shit on something, you have to like know enough about it to know that you don't like it and can shit on it. You can't and just I don't be know like shit, I shit about on weddings. It. I mean, I, I don't have any personal experience with I've been to weddings but not emotionally invested yeah well let me say when I had my birthday my wedding for myself as my 25th birthday party I was like this was dope <laughs> I feel fantastic yeah it's nice to have everyone that you love be in the same room and you uh, look pretty you look pretty, pretty and they just t- tell you for hours all the things that they like about you and what a great uh, match you're gonna be for yourself I mean that was that's great fucking phenomenal sounds wonderful who doesn't like that um we're gonna read an email real quick before we bring out uh, our amazing guest. Um, do you have? Do you good? You want mm-hmm. anything? Has your pussy, your butt? It's My pussy good. is good. Is that bump still there? Mm, I think it. Well, the, like closed like up. Oh, good. Well, I mean, like there was like a because there was like a specific like way it was, and she was just like, just keep an eye on it. And I want that like part to close up. Yeah, and close. I was like, good. Like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Clo- yeah, like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, my pussy closed. is fine. I will say I did. I had a yeast infection, but like I, I, <gasps> I, I just feel like I just knew it right is that away. Just itchy? You just itches. Because I've well, had I mean, that. You're actually producing ye- yeast. It yeah. looks like you fucking opened a pizza shop oh. in, your, in your underwear. What happens when your vagina just really itches and it's not a pizza shop? I don't know what that. I mean, there's a lot of I've reasons. Had, um, Vagin night. I don't know. Something. Yeah, but I mean, uh, because but I was like, most times with the vagina, when it doesn't like something, it lets you know by yeah. uh, producing some sort of uh, or secreting like, fuck something. Fuck you, secretion. Yeah, but I just <laughs> always like I like to be the Christopher Columbus of my vagina and just consistently you like yourself. discover and explore things. And yeah. uh, but I don't kill Native Americans. With, Good for you with my hands or with my pussy. So big of you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, itchy <clears throat> vagina. I've had that before. But I couldn't sleep. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's the it is so annoying because you're itching so annoying from the inside. Oh my god, you're itching from the inside. You can't. It's scratch like a burning it itch because it's inside of you. Ugh, being a woman's so hard. They don't make guys. a they don't make a scratcher for that. <laughs> they don't make a back scratcher for your pussy. They don't make a cervix yeah, it's a, a cervix wall scratcher. That would. Oh my god. Actually, ow, 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 no. Ow, okay, ow. not gonna go there. Not even gonna say that's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, this guy, we got an email from a dude, the subject line seeking advice, please help. And then it just says GWF comma. <laughs> That's us. Hello. My girlfriend and I have been together for about seven months and I've recently been discussing being, bringing a partner into the bedroom. We are 24 and I think that we both know deep down that we can't live the rest of our lives without having sex with, with other, another person. My girlfriend was full on by before we met, but we have been exclusive since the night we met. I am more than okay with bringing another female into the mix, but not another male. I think this is common and probably unfair. However, she is attracted to females. So she still gets to enjoy herself if we were to bring in another girl. Now the real dilemma. 
I have recently found out that a friend of mine and his wife brought up the idea of the four of us going out on a double date. And if everything goes well, then we go back home together and hook up. We have all hung out plenty of times together before, but never had the scenario been brought up. I'm not threatened by my friend. However, I don't know how I would uh, react seeing him have sex with the girl I love. On the flip side, I would be fucking his wife. After listening to some episodes, I heard the host with the boyfriend saying they have done the threesome thing. And she got a little jealous about watching another girl suck on her boyfriend's dick. That was me. If I remember right, and also that they had gone to a swingers club before. I am afraid of how I will react mentally after the extravaganza. I've never done this before. The thought of the whole thing intrigues me, but not at the expense of my relationship. My girlfriend is down to do it. I'm the one lagging. Please help put my mind at ease and maybe offer some new ways to think about the situation before I go through with it. Do you really look at your boyfriend any differently after experiencing opening your relationship up? I know if we had an open relationship and it would never it would never work. And I don't want uh, to be a part of that. But somehow being in the room together would be different. I hear a lot of uh, about setting boundaries, but there's nothing specific that I would say is off the table for me personally. If this gets read on the podcast, I would prefer my name not be read. Otherwise, an email advice would be appreciated. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I would love everybody to know. And you all know this. It's just like really acknowledge it and take it to heart. If you get jealous while you're in a relationship, it's okay. It's not bad. It's healthy and it's normal. Obviously, there's re- levels of jealousy. But did I get jealous when I after after I came uh, when my boyfriend was getting his dick sucked by a girl and she was doing a great a job? I must say, yes, I did. But I was smart enough and forward thinking enough to know that Christina, that's silly. You're the one who can't. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. You can sit with jealousy and it's fine. Um, if this couple sounds like something that would be intriguing to you. Go for it. Do it. It's going to be it'll be weird and awkward. Who fucking cares? If it's the first time you've ever done anything like this, it's going to make the next couple experiences even smoother. And you'll find a lot of stuff out about each other, about you as a couple, about you as a man, about her as a woman. It's kind of fun seeing your partner fuck someone else. I got to be real. Um, I just got to be real. That sounded so stupid. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, you should definitely do it if you haven't already. And if you get jealous, it's okay. And also, we talked about this on the bonus episode of Guys We Fucked. We were at Jake and Mirrors. But we finally got the guy to a mix. He had the same issue as you did, writer, about... She, the girl's fine with another girl. She particularly wasn't bi. I know your girlfriend's bi, but you're not fine with another guy. But it's like, who cares? Like, your dick isn't the only dick in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And maybe your girlfriend wants to experience another dick. You just said you can't live the rest of your lives just fucking one other person. Try it. The end. Um, Yeah, I think that you should have an experience with another couple. However, I don't think you should do it with that particular couple. I think that's a why why would you if you're good friends with this other couple and you're not sure how you're going to react? Why out of all the couples in the world would you try that couple first? That seems like a real recipe for disaster for me. If I had a couple, if Stephen had a couple that we knew and we both would be intrigued by it or if they proposed it and we're like, "Hmm, maybe. I don't know the level of your friendship. Yeah, because I was going to say if it's my Mm. best friend and her boyfriend, absolutely not. I think that's a terrible idea because if you you think that there's a piece of you that you could possibly really resent this man after he fucks your girl, have have it be a man 
man who you don't really like as a person, just a, a guy that you know that you meet on a date the same as you would meet someone. Because it's like what you're going to get out of it is an exper- a sexual experience that hopefully will bring you and your current mate closer. So they, whoever the couple that is, it should be a couple that you are attracted to and trust. But I think it need not be someone that you're already friends with. Like, why are we messing up so many different things? I don't know, but you time? have sex with people you're friends with. Yeah, people I'm friends with, not yeah. as a couple. I would never do that. That yeah. seems like a really bad idea to me, honestly. Yeah, he does. I just look back. He doesn't say how close <laughs> I They just said a friend of mine brought it up. I just I so. can't. Because, I, I mean, there's no... Because in, when I'm fucking my friends, there's no... There's no, there can't be jealousy involved there because right. we're already, we're just taking an intimate. And also, like, that's, a, I, that, I fuck my friends, but I certainly would not rec- recommend that for a lot of people. That's, a, it's a unique case for me that has mm. worked for me. I yeah. don't think overall, though, it would work for most people. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, I get hiccups in it too. And it's, and it's also like, I'm in a period right now where I've been single for over three years. So it's easy to fuck my friends. But it's like next time I'm in a relationship and then I go back and like my, you know, boyfriend finds out that I like fucked up my friends I'm sure that's going to be a problem mm. and I and I just can't speak to it yet because it hasn't happened yet but I'm sure it will be yeah maybe try it try it with somebody that you don't <laughs> know uh, but if you if you're attracted to them just fucking do it um, but in terms of boundaries you're not let me tell as uh, the only experience I've had with a three way uh, you think you 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 know what boundaries you want, and then you say this, this, and this. I won't do this. I will do this. Blah blah blah. And then the actual boundaries you have coming out of it are completely different. It's not that you crossed the line on something you didn't want to do. It's that oh, I didn't want her to sleep over. Like things you don't even think of. So um, it's definitely good to say you know if you don't want penetration to happen, that can be a thing that you have a four way and no one no penetration, and it's just a lot of touching and tongues and shit um but yeah i mean just set the boundaries together over drinks while you're flirting and then if you that all sounds good to everybody do it and like take baby steps you don't have to go fucking balls to the wall the first time make out i'll make out with each other or something I don't yeah know. yeah that's fine watch porn mm, yeah porn <laughs> All right. On Speaking that note. of porn, um, <laughs> this week's guest is, oh, this is a really, I'm really excited. We've been wanting so to have good. this guest on for a long time. We thought it would be a, an awesome Christmas present for you. He hails from my hometown, Union, New Jersey. You've heard him on the Howard Stern Show. He is uh, an author. He's a stand-up comic. He's an actor. He <laughs> a went gentleman. to jail. He's a teddy bear. <laughs> I love him. I miss him. Yes. I think he's so good and great and one of the most brilliant comedians. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Artie Lang. They call me back door Santa. I make my runs about the break of day. They call me back door Santa. I make my runs about the break of day. You good? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, we're here with Artie Lang. Hi. What's up? In your house. I got you. Quite a, quite a view. I get a suntan from your living room. Yeah, we've been sitting here eating your stuff. For, you know, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I, you trust women more than men. I, I, we were, that's exactly <laughs> what Corinne said. He, she said if we were dudes, he wouldn't let us no, in his apartment. definitely not. Two younger comedians? No way. You never got <laughs> fucked over by women? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> But usually it takes when a while. When your dick's involved. Usually it's a long-term con. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you think conned by women? Yeah, it's not a quick hit. <laughs> 
we didn't do anything weird. We like looked in your cab, your food cabinets, but that's it. I didn't even look in your medicine. Cabinet I said or I anything. told. Well, I told you guys. Said, yeah, because uh, we had you because you gave us carte blanche to do that. <laughs> oh right. yeah, you better believe I opened every cabinet in your kitchen just I, to see. I woke up at six p.m. yesterday because I I was at the comedy cellar with some old friends, like, and uh, we ended up going out to eat, and I got a text from you guys. You were nice enough to invite me to a, a room you guys have to do. Stand-up. Oh yeah, I texted you last and night. It was so funny. I'm waking up going, oh my god, it's six o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I realized that um, today I had such shit, all this shit to do, and I didn't know if I'd get it done. And I, I said to you guys, like, I'll just leave the door open. Yeah, I know. I said I might be asleep, and I, I was like, when I texted that, I realized how ridiculous that text right. was. Because I, was I like, said, just yell out my name. Do I have to go? I was concerned that I would have to end up going into your bedroom and like shaking you and be That's like, happened. party. We were really, yeah. We I don't want to be the one to like find you dead or something. I, I, I got that idea from. Uh, I have a small part in the movie, uh, old school. Oh. And the same teamster uh, drove me to work as uh, Vince Vaughn. I went to work with him every morning. <laughs> and the, the teamster had a permission to go into Vince Vaughn's house and, and just get him out of bed. <laughs> he would say, look, I might uh, be asleep. Just come in and just get me up. Oh. So we would we would Whoa. go to, to Vince Vaughn's house. Sometimes. He was renting a house in like West Hollywood or something. And uh, I guess he was in mid-party uh, mode. Uh, and uh, yeah, he if the teamster said, I might have to go in there and get him. <laughs> And what did that consist of? Uh, he never had to do it when I Sucking was there. Uh, well, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> if a teamster's going to do that, they wouldn't admit it. Yeah. Um, they, they, he would, I guess, have to go in and maybe, you know, just rile him out of bed. Oh, there was yes. always a, there was a broad walking out every once in a while, you know. Uh, yeah, so I don't like yeah waking anybody up. I don't like you let don't alone know. a person I don't know. Yeah, you don't know how people wake up differently, especially on a movie set. You could get in trouble for so much shit. You, you gotta, uh, yeah. you know, even if you get permission from somebody, you know, the they, director can still yell at you. Oh for God, it. yeah, these he oh, sprained those. his hand because you scared him. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, these asshole producers don't care what happened. They're like, you know, yeah, just just uh, stay away from them. <laughs> let them get up. What kind of errands were you running? Uh, today, yeah, yeah. I had, what to go, were you doing? I had to go buy food, and uh, I had to go buy cold cuts and give it to uh, my uh, deliver it to my sister's uh, doorman, so she could. Uh, I got to go buy mozzarella and fresh. Uh, bread. I was going to say, where is it? But you handed it off. I had to go to. Uh, well, they have uh, you know the the bread at this place. Marie's is fresh until like about two uh. on a Sunday. They keep cooking uh, bacon bread, so I, I go get it and uh, hand it off if there's a Sunday. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so. that's nice. Yeah. Not, your sister lives not far from here. She lives like four blocks. Oh, that's nice. Cool. Do you guys hang out a lot? Uh, not as much as I'd like to. I mean, we're close. She's 15 months younger than me. She's the direct opposite of me. She's a fashion designer. She was, uh, went to FIT. She put herself through FIT bartending in Hoboken. And she, uh, she went to, she got a job at Ralph Lauren right out of the gate. And she wow. worked there for like 10 years. Damn. And then Good she got her. a job at American Eagle and she became Ooh. a top designer there. And now she's kind of got her own thing going on. Wow. She does some stylist stuff on the side. I mean, she's got, I mean, obviously I don't have an ounce of uh, fashion sense. But, <laughs> like, I don't what know are you talking I'm, about? That hoodie and that hat well, and I stole those sneakers? This. I just did a show. I stole this from HBO. This, I have a whole big uh, <laughs> Outfit. Very nice. Uh, it's exactly what I thought you would be wearing. <laughs> you have a sense of style that is. Well, I, I can't tell you if a belt matches shoes, stuff like that. But um, she knows all that stuff. Do you guys? I'm curious. I'm always interested in sibling relationships, like how comfortable siblings are talking about sex with each other. Because like my boyfriend's super. Cu- he bought his sister a, a dildo for her birthday. That's a, we don't, that's and a, I was I don't like, have that kind of I don't think 
think I could. Yeah, that's not. I don't think I could do that. No, nah, my old man wouldn't uh, tolerate that. Really? He's not alive, but uh, yeah, my mm. mother. You know, I don't. I could never buy my sister a dildo. My God. Or would you guys? Do you guys talk about anything sex related? No. Yeah. No, I don't want to know. Was it? Was the vibe in your family like? Because I think the parents can establish that early on. Like, yeah. are we going to talk about this? Or are we not? What's the comfort level? And well, my parents were like, nope. My old man grew up basically on the street in Newark, and when he had mm. that sort of birds and bees talk with me, he told me he lost his virginity when he was nine. What? what? <laughs> yeah, he, well, he grew what? up in the, in the in the inner city, and there was like this woman who was like a, a, a hooker, basically lived across the street from. I guess she was like in her twenties, and he said he had he fucked her when he was nine years when he was nine years that's old. That's like fucking Wait. a child. If yeah. her Dude, nine year old. That's disgusting. It was rape. Yeah. Nine year old get boners. <laughs> he seemed to enjoy it. Apparently, he did. I guess statutory. I really felt right. like less of a man when I heard that. Wow. Uh, but I mean, would you have wanted to man. fuck someone when you were nine? I don't even remember. I mean, I, right? I, I, I remember just caring about wiffle balls when I was like 22. I was just, <laughs> so wait, when did you first want to fuck somebody? Like, oh how old God, were you? Oh, God. Well, the first time I saw Barbie Benton on Love Boat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 11, I guess. I don't 11. know, 12. Yeah, you know, guys, I think every guy, you know, uh, I guess heterosexual guys, you uh, you want to hit a double in Little League till you're about 12, and then one summer something happens and it's all about pussy. It's you just, see Timmy's mom's boobies and the, then you can't well, stop thinking The about rest it. of your life is all about getting laid. I mean, you know, a job hopefully will lead to pussy, uh, you know, money. Uh, power, fame, look, combing your fucking hair, t- yeah. t- taking a shower. <laughs> Is that why you got into stand up for pussy? The, to help the pussy situation. Yeah. <laughs> the pussy situation wasn't looking good. To widen the pussy uh, field. Right. How long did you did it take for you to get pussy from stand up? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, directly from it, uh, not long at all. Uh, you know, uh, there's certain women that you meet. Uh, that you know if you invite them to see you do stand-up and you know you're going to do well, like one of those rooms that you know you'll uh, you'll kill it. Yeah. The first time you know you'll kill, because <laughs> uh, that's an aphrodisiac, you know, because it's obviously you're in a, a position of power. They see you at your... Uh, at your best. Yeah, kind of entertaining uh, a bunch yeah. of strangers. And uh, there's certain women that you know are on the fence with it <laughs> well, how do you how do you get them on well, your you side know, of the fence if you're a little, well you know if you, the women kind of like if you, 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 your dick out. if you're a little better looking you know uh if you did a few more sit-ups you might fuck them <laughs> but something's got to push them over the fence yeah so the stand-up thing might do it and uh, a lot of times you're right about that uh, what if it doesn't do you have any moves you like to pull out well in the old days it was you know cocaine and uh <laughs> yeah uh, nowadays uh, women are so healthy you just need something like a gluten-free muffin and a neutral bullet slide off their chair there's a lot of women that uh, you know uh, were very into drugs uh, in the 80s and especially cocaine if you could get coke that, that was almost a guarantee well, beautiful women would fuck ugly, very ugly guys for coke for coke why yeah. don't they just why buy, buy the coke a lot of them don't have the money, you know, mm. uh, or for quality cocaine. They're, they're, some guys could get that pharmaceutical grade uh, coke. Oh, that's, shit. Hard, that's hard to get. Uh. I consider fucking some guys for the. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever sucked a dick for drugs? No. no oh, good for you. I would certainly. That's one thing I certainly would not say. Yeah, I was, yeah. uh, but I guarantee you, no, that's I've never sucked a cock for. I, I, I wouldn't think about it either. I, I would. I would want to. 
That's the, if I ever like you know that's if there's the a, if there's a St. Peter's and my old man's gonna be up there, I'd like to tell him I never blew a guy. That's nice. <laughs> that's a sweet. Yeah. And I I did about two months in L.A. County Jail for possession Whoa. of coke in in 1996. I I on the set of Mad TV, I took a swing at a cop. Oh, and, I was uh, gonna say how'd they know you were on coke? But well, that'll do it. I I've been up for like eight days, and I kept going to rehearsal in the same clothes. Oh. The, the first Tyson Holyfield fight. I, uh, I lost $15,000 on it, and uh, we were in Vegas. Fuck. Quincy Jones produced that show, and he got us, like, third-row seats. And I took cocaine on the plane back home to L.A. I'd, I'd just be getting out of jail today if I got caught. And I uh, I got to L.A., and I bet on a Rocket uh, Laker game, and I lost another 5000 So oh, I was I was down, like, twenty damn. grand. And uh, at the time, I was making, like, ten grand a week, though, for the oh. show. And I... Uh, yeah, I uh, I uh, was up ten straight days, and I got they they knew I was out of control, so they had the cops waiting for me at the uh, the studio, mm-hmm. and I just ran as soon as I saw him. I ran my all my agents and William Mars at the time. <laughs> Wait, you ran down the hallway. Like- I ran out uh, the studio into the backyards <laughs> in Hollywood, Renmar Studios on Kawanga and uh, Vine, and I ran like people were sitting by their pool, and they saw me oh, run by. Them. <laughs> yeah, and, and followed by four agents at William Mars, two cops, and like, my manager at the time. And I went into a pavilion supermarket. It's still there on the corner of Melrose and mine. And uh, my manager at the time tried to grab me, and I just I just punched him in the face. Oh, my God. Oh. I, I, I dropped him right in the middle of the supermarket, and the cops grabbed me, and I took a big swing at a cop, Ooh. and uh, I missed him. He threw me on the uh, hood of the car, and uh, like a... a, a like about a, a gram of coke came out of my pocket and um, he uh, picked it up. And I, this is the worst way to get fired from a show. <laughs> it was 11 o'clock on a Thursday morning. What were you thinking while you, what were you thinking I, while you were running? Uh, that this is going to end bad. Yeah. I knew it was, I said, what I'm, in I'm, your, just, I'm delaying. What, uh, what, what, what about, what in your head made you keep running? Though, like that's, I'm curious. Like the delaying the the the, the awfulness okay. that was coming. Okay. And you know, being filled with cocaine helps. Uh, yeah. Nothing so bad when you're high. Right. You know? Well, I was gonna say when you're doing cocaine on a plane, like then what do you do? Where do you go from there? How do you to how do you dealer. sit in your seat? Oh, oh, in a oh. plane ride when you're like fucking yeah, I'm on a plane. You uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You rip out every page of Sky <laughs> I God, I could use a dispenser for shampoo. I could use that. <laughs> You just start buying shit. Yeah, I could use that holder for my toothpaste. <laughs> oh. uh, you know, and, and uh, I, I would, I landed, and uh, yeah. So I went to LA. It wasn't so much the possession because it wasn't enough for intent to sell. It was just possession. But uh, the swing at the cop was big. Yeah. And uh, uh, Quincy Jones got me a lawyer that ended up getting me out in a in a heartbeat. But he Damn. let me he let me stew in there. He let me detox in there. And because I was on a show, I got my own cell. But, you know, the I stuff, was going to say, what was it like? I, I got my own cell because a Mexican kid recognized me from Bad TV. <laughs> nice. They, they, they said, yo, man, you're on that show. <laughs> and, uh, the, the guards were real assholes. They said, you're on a TV show? I said, yeah. And they talked. And they said, well, that means you get your own cell. <laughs> and I said, really? I, I, I should have known that. That's That's not, that wasn't in the brochure. I would have been here a lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I uh, but the sucking dick thing. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I I showered there three different times, and uh, you know, with Bloods and Crips, who were mad at each other. And uh, how can you tell who's a Blood and who's a Crip? They say it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I am Steve. I'm a Crip. You know, well, they say it to each other. Oh, <laughs> they get mad at each other, and uh, they yell out who they are. Because uh, otherwise, yeah, it's a snake. When a snake is just two black guys, right? <laughs> they don't have they don't have the color bandana, right? Uh, and uh, but I guess I wasn't attractive enough. I was never oh. more, I was never so happy to be fat and ugly in my life. 
Oh, I never got presented with this with the like suck my dick or we'll kill you. Oh, that's nice. I I always wondered how do guys jerk off in jail? Like, or when when the shower? I had a a Puerto Rican guy who was in the cell next to me for eight years waiting a murder trial. He he taught me how to make a pussy out of toilet paper. Uh, (laughs) He said, uh, "Yo, man," uh, he goes, "Just take the car, the little round thing, out of the toilet paper, and he goes, put it in the sink and just moisten it with like lukewarm water. Just let it sit overnight, and then get up and then just just." uh, dab it with a damn towel and uh, just fuck it. It's like, he goes, dude, it's better than, you will never go back to prison. What? Wow. I'm offended. It doesn't complain. (laughs) (laughs) It don't cost you money. (laughs) It's so hack, but I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. You fucked it, the toilet paper? Twice. Was it better than pussy? No. Thank God. No. Because I'm going to say, if a toilet paper roll is better than pussy, I'm fucked. He'd been in there too long. <laughs> you can't, uh, Did you ever have, have eight conversations? Bucks, eight with bucks him? at a Seven Eleven won't do God's work. <laughs> Did you ever talk to him about his? Mother? Yes, all the time. Uh, he uh, he uh, told me quite a bit about his entire life, and he had a, a tattoo on his entire back of Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, oh thank God! Cartoon character. It was a wow. brilliant, brilliant tattoo. <laughs> and uh, he had been stabbed in his ankle. He was waiting for medical uh, care. He claimed the Mexican mob had hit out on him. Blah blah blah. But he would. Uh, he was born in a Christian. And uh, so he quoted Bible, uh, Bible pages. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was a nice guy. I don't know. Uh, That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, if you're in jail, you might as well have conversations with people. What the fuck else are you going to do? Yeah. L.A. County at the time in the 90s was uh, really a, a, a known as a bad area, you know, a bad place. Uh, even worse than now, I guess, because the crack academic epidemic was just... Uh, dying down and there was wars in the streets oh, uh so uh i get my own cell could have i might have saved my life damn yeah, yeah you could have been killed in your sleep you think like stand maybe for me i don't even care about that more than like you know sleeping an inch from a gang member shitting <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i guess spacious. you hear each other's shit right yeah, and you fart, a, you gotta fart. Yeah, there's just a toilet right there. How, how? I think like shitting and farting is like your last worry. When I guess so. That's See, I, 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 I grew up a very clean Italian mother. I skeeved it. That's the my worst worry was. Yeah, your apartment was very clean. We noticed that. Uh, well, I'm a Mexican woman who comes in. She, <laughs> uh, she have a name? Well, she doesn't want to be deported. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, Salma, she's a sweetheart. She's the most important person in my life. Why is that? Just because she does everything. She's laundry. Uh, there's not an agent who's more important and they take 10% of my buddy. Like, <laughs> I would clearly give her 10%. Do you like need someone in your <laughs> life to take t- care of I you? I was going to ask you that. Uh, like, how are you as a, as a boyfriend? Oh, God, terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I, I, no, I got some, what do you, well, give me the categories. <laughs> in what way? You Just mean like, I mean, like, as far as like, how, like, how needy you mean? Emotionally, like, are you good at supporting someone or do you need someone who's going to kind of like mom you? No, no, I, I could, uh, I, I don't need a, a mom thing, uh, uh, but uh, I do like um, I, I do like affection more than uh, you would uh, think. Uh, no, uh, we thought you needed a lot. Sometimes I need a hug. Yeah, I feel like yeah. <laughs> you seem you give off a hug vibe. Yeah, after a you know a gig in Pittsburgh, sometimes you, know, <laughs> you read your Twitter feed and someone. Like, oh, well, Twitter's the fucking worst oh as far God. as be people being mean. Holy shit! I, I, got mean. A, I got engaged to my last mm-hmm. girlfriend the first time a ring got on the finger of a girl. How was that? I bought a ring before and it didn't ever get. Oh, uh, I was wait, like, did that, you try to get on? Yeah. yeah. Was that ring for somebody else? And then you're like, no, oh, you're no, here? no. Oh. Uh, the, a girlfriend, uh, I've lived with three different girls in this apartment. I've been here 15 years. Wow. And the last one was uh, 
It was a devastating uh, breakup. But uh, I, uh, yeah, a ring actually got onto her finger. And, um, uh, you know, it, I, put, I put on Twitter that we got engaged. I made the mistake of being mm, sentimental. That's and, uh, sweet. The first tweet back was a kid in Iowa said, eat a dick fatty. <laughs> that's exactly what it said. <laughs> I mean, that was uh, lighthearted. Yeah, that could have been worse. I guess. <laughs> does that re- but it doesn't really hurt your feelings? No, I thought it was funny. Yeah. I, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's maybe. like, ah, oh, I was just trying to do something nice and share something. You personal. could say congratulations. Yeah, something. First, like. people uh, are pieces of shit on the internet. I, uh, I tend to date younger women now, which is a, uh, you know, how much younger? Typical mistake. Yeah. Uh, the last girl, I was 41 when I met my last girlfriend. She was 25. Oh, so. yeah. You like them young. Uh, Why is that? Those are just different places in your life, though. Right. Yeah, exactly. Very different. And the the, um, the generation gap between, like, you go, how old are you guys? I'm 30. Okay. I'm 27. Okay. So, yeah, the, the generation, I'm 48. So, this generation gap to me is bigger than, like, you know, the 60s and Sinatra. You know, they said yeah. that was the, to me, because of technology and music, you guys have a, you're way different than my generation. Yeah. But do you think so? Oh, yeah. Our our uh, relationship with technology, because we've been with it since it started, yeah. I feel like I have such a grasp on how to communicate on the internet. For, it's like a third arm. It, it's weird, yeah. yeah. I don't know that I like it, and I don't know if it's going to be bad or not, or I well, don't yeah, know. But, it's, you know, at first you, you, uh, I rebelled against it, but you you can't fight. You can't. You, you have can't. to. You have to. Have you it. have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, could, like, could you ever imagine? Could you ever do an exercise where for a weekend you don't have it? Like you don't have a phone. Yeah. Could you ever do it that? Never works. I do. <laughs> or I'll do, and this is so sad, but I'll put my phone face down and be like, I'm not gonna look at that until five thirty. <laughs> and it's so hard. But how do you know it when it's five thirty? I'm looking at, at your my phone. phone. I, I look at my you phone. Oh, someone tweeted at me. A oh, watch. I don't got watches. No, I haven't worn a watch. Watch? In years. Uh, yeah, I got. I like watches, but you don't need them. That's the difference between. That's a good way to put the generational gap. Is like we would never have a watch. Clocks yeah. or, or alarm clocks. You just said. No, I mean, everything's phone. on there. Everything. What isn't on your phone? Uh, a you dick. write on there? Do you like put if notes? I, yes, yeah, I write all my stand-up notes. On if there. my phone made snacks and I could pee in it, that's all I would need. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. Someone at Microsoft should. Yeah, I know. I was like, Apple, are you listening? <laughs> um, <laughs> just attach a dick to it, and then bye, world. <laughs> See you later. But how much? Okay, so but so there's obvious things in your life, uh, like uh, you know, practical things. How much of your emotional being do you think is connected to? So like like all this information like like you know how it's how, more of an ego thing yeah you know what I mean like with the social media and the, and the podcast and and ch- I can check my social I don't get notifications automatically I have to check it right but what happens now is that I'm always fucking checking it and I'm like yeah, why obsessed. am I checking yeah I, I send out a tweet and I'm like no fucking favorites it's been five minutes <laughs> it wasn't funny it wasn't funny when <laughs> I got it so you need immediate yes. feedback with almost I, everything yes and it's too wow. much it's too much well, that's why stand up is great though because you get immediate feedback with that too the same um, way that you do with sending out a tweet right I guess so but um, to me to me sometimes uh, younger comics are afraid to sort of uh, take risks with new material because they're afraid of getting bad reviews on stuff or, uh, or having it bite them in the ass later which yeah, is so unfortunate yeah because uh, you know it used to be when I first started out you um 
if you were saying Cincinnati at a club doing a midnight show, it was just you and those 300 people in the room. You could say whatever the fuck you wanted on stage just to get off and get a check. Yeah. Now it's the whole world is in the room. Yeah, yeah and, that's uh, ruining comedy. That sucks. If you're not, if a joke isn't ready to be on you know, HBO quite yet. Right. And they Please don't film it. This sucks, this sucks. Or, or they, they write the joke and the next audience reads it and they sort of heard a shitty version of it. Right. It, uh, it ruined. There's so many opportunities to ruin the joke before it gets to the stage from yeah. social media that you're, and it's not even good criteria to judge it on because he's fucking asshole. Don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everybody becomes that's the other thing. Everyone's a critic. Oh, yeah. they all think they're experts. <laughs> oh man, that's annoying. But um, let's talk back to uh, you were you were heartbroken. This is curious that yeah. we talked about it. You seem really sad, like you relived the sad a little bit. Uh, how how long were you with that person? Five years. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's the only time you ever in- proposed. What made you well, say, I'm going to propose? I, uh, no, there was another one. Uh, my girlfriend, Dana. Um, I bought a ring. This was uh, New Year's Eve 2005. So it was when uh, we were going to Sirius uh, with Howard. Uh, so we all got big contracts. We were making good money. And I said, um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to ask her to marry me. You know? So I bought a ring from a guy. I, I was a longshoreman at the port in Newark, and I, I knew a guy who could get a, a ring stolen. Uh, like, uh, But you made so much money, <laughs> and you're like, you I'm, well, I'm, I'm still going to get I stolen. Bought a, I bought a ring for $50,000. That was a $250,000 ring. Oh, okay. So okay. I went. Uh, I bought it from the guy, and I went and got it uh, appraised on 47th Street from the Hasidim there. And the guy, the guy looked at me and said, so you have a $237,000 rock here. I said, okay, thanks. So uh, he wasn't bullshitting <laughs> Just me. Just to make sure, yeah. Yeah, and I... Uh, I t- talk about a freight of commitment. I went to Turks and Caicos for, uh, I took her there for um, New Year's Eve and uh, the weekend between Christmas and New Year's and I didn't mount the diamond. I just put a loose diamond in my bag. Uh, and I, I don't know what I thought was going <laughs> to happen. That's not a good idea. I, I, yeah, I just yeah. thought I was going to say, hey, listen, if you say yes, we'll go forward and mount this. <laughs> Anti-climate. Let's hand someone a drop. shitty ending to a proposal. This is very expensive. No, Don't drop you're gonna it. look in your pocket for I, twenty minutes. I, I, pull out some crumbs. I would have had to look through the bag. Uh, put you it need to put it in cake. a fucking mini bag. No, like a little bag. You just I remember just diamond? piece of tissue. Wow, you live recklessly. A, I might have put it in a paper towel. This is the most reckless story and I've ever heard from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck heroin. Uh, really, two hundred thirty thousand dollar diamond. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I guess I thought I was going to say, yeah, if you agree to marry me, we'll go ahead and get the way cheaper investment of mounting it. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so, but we got into the most vicious argument. And, On that uh, she trip. left. Yeah, she left before I left. Oh my god! What was and, it about? It was was it oh about deep seated shit like it that? A, it was about dope. It was oh. about, uh, you know she found drugs too, and okay. uh, I had taken them on a plane, and uh, that was a big risk. And uh, you know, so not just, bigger uh, than that loose diamond. Yeah, that uh, loose diamond's a move. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, one would put you in jail. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So uh, <laughs> to me, one was a bigger risk. Yeah, that I mean that's sense. what it was always about. And then you know, so she and then I took it back to the guy, and the guy only gave me twenty five grand to buy it back. Oh, I, I, I was afraid of the guy. The guy said, "Don't let me find out you sold this ring." You know, and uh, he's the kind of guy who could find out, I guess. Ooh. And I went back, and he he only gave me twenty five grand for it. So I said, "Come on, you can't do better." And he goes, "Nah, man, I so so I rented a diamond for twenty five thousand dollars for a week." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Talk about a bad business. <laughs> Why didn't you just hold on to it? Yeah, you could have kept it. it. Because I was, because he was, the, the people knew her in my circle oh. and they were planned on seeing the rock on her and he was going to ask questions. Why does she have this ring I on? see. It, it just never would have worked out. Yeah, I figured the safe thing would be uh, to to sell it back to the guy, and I knew I was going to take a bit of a hit, maybe yeah. like forty, but not fifty percent, twenty five thousand. Jesus. Yeah, I rented a diamond for twenty five thousand. <laughs> wow. To take it, it, took, to- it went to Turks and Caicos, <laughs> but it stayed in your backpack. Yeah. So and Oof. that and that during that that fight, is a classic example of my life. Did you? Mm. Yeah, you did you. You weren't about to propose, and then she got in a fight. You, no, this it, was days yeah. before. I planned that planned. proposal like New Year's Eve. Did you ever tell her you were going to propose? Yeah, she found out. Oh, she was she, was she was like when, say? I, when I said it on the radio? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, about a year later, she found out. And she was like, no, she, she wasn't surprised. She goes, oh, just like, you're you're a fuck up. Uh, she goes, that that uh, that's on the cover of Artie magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Did, yeah, because I was saying, when one person in the relationship is doing drugs, it's kind of hard to balance balance that right yeah yeah like well both are but and, but crazy. then when oh, i was gonna say when they're both are then you just fucking stay in your house and do drugs yeah have you ever had that relationship yes and yeah. did, did you just stay in your house and do drugs uh well i was in california when i was younger and surprisingly not no we were young so i guess we were more energetic uh no that was quite exciting that was the most sort of jet setting uh, relationship i ever had what uh, drugs did you guys do cocaine oh, okay. it was like a massive amount of cocaine but she smoked it I didn't. I never oh, so did. Crack. I, I never did. No, it wasn't crack. It was oh. free, freebasing it. Oh, uh, that's right. Which okay. just uh, is like throwing money down the toilet. And um, yeah, we would do things like go to Cabo San Lucas for the weekend. And uh, I would, uh, you know, rent helicopters to gigs in Santa Barbara. Whoa. And shit like that. It sounds and, pretty fun. Uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. It was actually fun. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. How uh, does it affect your dick, Coke? Uh, there's a perfect amount of cocaine to have in you. Where you'll fuck like uh, like a porn star in the seventies. <laughs> there is, there's a perfect amount of it. Uh, if you go over, uh, though, it can be uh, bad. And yeah, because then you don't get hard, right? Yeah, because yeah, coke yeah. dick. Is or the- you'll never come. There, there's a, uh, a an amount that's a little more than the perfect amount. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where uh, you you will get hard and uh, you, you'll never uh, come. Do you, is that good sometimes so that you can just keep fucking the girl? Yeah, but imagine they get tired. But then, yeah, would you yeah. get pissed? When you don't look like David Beckham, they go, <laughs> can, we, can we go to the I'm movies? I'm good and- now. Can we're done? Or can, I take a, can I take a shower? Do you ever, did you ever have moments uh, while you were fucking somebody that they're like, are you done? Or yeah. If you're not going to come, let's just watch oh, TV. I, I mean, I've had them, you know, reading a magazine. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> were you that fucking I- them from behind while they were reading the magazine? Oh, no. <laughs> Checking their phone. I would only fuck these them young people. If there was a good hockey game on, I'd fuck them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where's the wor- Where's the scariest place you've ever fucked somebody? In the ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ever had an anal mishap? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> the scariest place or weirdest, like an alley? I don't know. Some grimy. A fucking... parking lot of the parts department at the Accurate dealership outside of the. <laughs> Outside of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. That was very specific. <laughs> were you very young specific. before? People were going in and out getting their parts. <laughs> in the, were you in the car? I was famous at the time. So in Philly, the Stern Show, was that was the epicenter of Howard Stern Show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was in the car. Man, pussy from fame. I mean, I've witnessed dudes yeah. uh, get it thrown at them. Right. I mean, like, it's it's it's. It's impressive, but it's like, it's this phenomena. Yeah. Did, did you ever get sick of that? 
or did you really just eat it up? S- sick of it's the wrong term. Or because the, you kind of got over women just wanting to uh, fuck you for You that. start that, you know, it's like any other relationship. If someone's like a, a sycophant uh, in a relationship, uh, you know, you know how you don't have respect for them. You start to yeah. hate, you have contempt for them. Yeah. yeah. That happens That's a lot with like assistants and stuff. Well, it's the same sort of thing if someone's that easy. If it's that easy, sometimes you have no respect for the person. Yeah. But, uh you know, with guys, we're such gorillas in the end. It's like, you know, eventually that that gets taken care of by just someone gently kissing your neck or something and you're <laughs> over it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, there, there, there's that where sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it's fun to have a little bit of a, a challenge because yeah. radio fans, yeah, there's guys will say, oh, you, you, I want to watch you fuck my wife. I'm like, well, no, no, that's not going to happen. I don't want I Have never, you ever took anybody up on no, that? No, I never. Guys, there's well, guys I know do that. But a cuckolding fantasy, like I want to my boyfriend to fuck a girl in front of me did that yeah. happen it, yeah and you were hot. fine with I it i loved it really yeah the mm. second i came though i was like all right show's over get out so you're well, like, you're like jerking off in the corner yeah with the vibrator yeah <laughs> honestly yeah i see I'm, you're very you're way more open <laughs> uh no i don't know i don't like uh i don't like inviting a third uh, uh living thing into any <laughs> have you done that before and it went awry <laughs> Uh, no, I've never even. Uh, never not even two girls or like two uh, prostitutes. Well, no, I've had two girls, but that's uh, that was very much. There was not an emotional attachment at all. That was like in Vegas, like strippers. It just happened to. Yeah, the Stern thing, like that, like I said, like there's guys who have their own uh, show in St. Louis and Morning Drive who get laid. So the Stern, the, <laughs> the Stern thing in Vegas was such a, I mean, a retard could have gotten laid. <laughs> and strippers, you know, uh, and getting them on the Stern show was like their uh, epicenter. They yeah. mentioned their website on Howard Stern was like Mecca. Yeah. So uh, you know, you would go to. Uh, you know, the, this one strip club called uh, Club Paradise that was right across from the Hard Rock. It was just like our, uh, you know, just go there and pit like a lion on the Serengeti. You'd pick them and they'd come and wow. uh, over to the, your, they'd bring you up at 5 a.m. And do they, do you, like, how do you pick them? Do you go up to them and go, you? The manager of the club goes, pick oh, a couple Oh, they say of which one you want. Oh, wow. And I go, those two. And they goes, all right. And I mean, then, you know, again, you know, they don't, they're not doing it up for any other reason. Right. But uh, again, with guys, there's that physical thing where you can emotionally detach yourself. Uh, I guess younger women like you guys sound like you can do that too. Like I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm a, always... afraid of a woman who can do that. Why? See, I'd be afraid to date you because <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because I I just think once you're able to do that, is there a way to come back? Like, is there a well, way to fully uh, love somebody? You know. But if guys do that, that's in. But you can love. We always right. We always want that double standard. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's a good point. You're right. So guys, annoying. Guy, it no is. Idea. And I think you guys are finally. You know, your generation is finally going. Oh fuck it. We really want equal. Right. <laughs> we want. Like, we want to sit in the corner and jerk off. Yeah. It's also <laughs> scary because it's like. Power. That's very honest of you. That's great. Yeah. But I'm saying it, it. It scares me. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> but is it scary because we could? It's like you. It, you're not in control. You can't emotionally yes. connect. Yeah. And that Absolutely. That's not in control is a big thing. And yeah. emotionally, all that shit. Yeah. I, fa- I always had a feeling. I'm like, I just feel like dudes want to feel like they're in control. Because they the make woman. it Even seem like it's bit. for being dirty. But that's not the real reason. Yeah. That's yeah. not the real reason. Guys are the so Are you attracted dirty. to strong-minded women? Like. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I could not. Uh, yeah, because the Italian. Uh, well, I could not on a, I could not on a long term level, date someone who was like a, a vapid, empty headed person. No yeah. way. It, I mean, it would be horrible. What if a woman was your boss? Would you? <laughs> it's happened before. Yeah. Oh you, my you know, God. Well, at, at, at the Stern Show, Robin was very much above oh, me yeah. there. You know, and uh, uh, 
She was it, also a talent. Yeah, so. yeah. No, that that that's a that's a bad example. But she was technically above me, <laughs> right? And uh, I certainly had to show her uh, uh, respect, and I, I didn't mind it because I liked her a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting question. I I never uh, was in a position. Well, that's the great thing about what we do for a living because there's no, no one's boss. ever really our boss. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're a comedian, even if you're on a again on a show and there's produced, we, we because we're creative, we do get coddled a little bit. Yeah, and, uh, and your ass kissed. Yeah. Right. And uh, I worked, like I say, uh, construction as a longshoreman. Uh, uh, and there were always guys in charge. And I were, I drove a cab. Were, the dispatcher was a guy. So I've never been in the real world with yeah. a woman above me. So yeah. the, I don't know how I would handle that. I think I'd be all right. I'm, yeah. I'm, ultimately, I'm not a bad guy. Yeah, you know? no, I don't, think, uh, <laughs> I don't think most men would actually be upset about that. Oh, I think, I think so. there would be a little bit of a butthurtness or like yeah. an ego thing or this doesn't make sense or something would butt heads in the, their brain about this. Why is this doesn't make sense? Right. Well, I, I think, again, every generation gets more and more um, uh, intellectual is the wrong word. I think more and more logical about about life. You yeah. know, uh, you guys are, uh, you know, our generation is that old curmudgeon thing. We'll, we'll say like, oh, you're being politically correct. You know, it, it's great. The world is a better place because you can't say fag anymore because you can't say uh, the N-word anymore. You know, that's a good thing in life. Mm -hmm. uh, but... Um, uh, yeah, because it's it's getting rid of the bullying that society does. But right. then it's like with comedy, don't fucking take your rules That's here. That's the problem. You. Comedy, it hurts comedy and it, it helps life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because uh, in comedy, uh, nothing. I remember when the N-word got back, I remember Richard, Chris Rock said, you're taking nigga. <laughs> you're taking my beloved nigga. <laughs> I can't say nigga. Uh, one of the greatest uh, moments in the history of the Stern Show when I was there, when, when again, when we were, it was very politically incorrect when I got there. And uh, uh, as long as I did a redneck voice, there's nothing I couldn't say. <laughs> right. Uh, nothing. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, Rock knew how the show worked. So he came in and sat in for the news. And uh, after we, Howard did an interview with him, he knew the audience of the show. And uh, Howard said, let's take some phone calls. And Rock said, here's where I get called a nigga. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and Howard looks at uh, Chris and goes, come on, I would never do that to you. You're, you're my friend. I would never. So uh, I sat where I could see the phone calls. It said the name of the person and what they wanted. <laughs> so it was when Stutter and John was doing the call. So anything went. So Howard's saying, I would never do that to you. And Rock is just giggling because he knows how the show works. The first three calls were uh, Eddie in New Jersey. Wants to call Chris a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny in Queens. Oh, God. Thinks Chris is a nigger. Oh, my God. Tony in New Jersey. Why is Chris such a nigger? <laughs> so Howard goes, I wouldn't. Come on, man. We're buddies. And I, Chris goes, okay, fine. And then Howard goes, Vinny and Queens are on here. <laughs> Now, how did Chris handle that? He just laughed. Yeah, I know yeah. what was happening. Fucking yeah, champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fucking champ. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, um, again, but now there's no... Con what I do think sucks is um, there's no context you could, I mean, look, the N word is startling. That's a, <laughs> if you're going to say that, you better have a good story. Right. Uh, you know, like that story I just told. Right. Obviously, it's way funnier if you say the whole word. You know yes. what I mean? And you guys are comics, so you, you're smart. You have senses of humor. Um, 
and you know that. But there's some people who are very smart people but aren't funny people or don't have sense of humor or are uptight about it. No matter what the context, they're like, just don't tell the story. If, right. if the story's bad without saying the N-word, you just don't tell it yeah. because that word just should never be said. And sometimes with just, uh, if you just mention a religion, younger audiences, uh. sometimes at the comedy cell, those people aren't prepared for what they're about to see. Yeah. Uh, if you just say, who just got in trouble for just saying German? Dan, Nat Dan Natterman, you know who he is? Yeah. He was yeah. on America's Got Talent. Uh, America's Got Talent. I cannot Heidi, imagine him getting uh, in trouble for well, anything. Heidi Klum was uh, one of the guests. Yeah. Oh, she's very pretty, but should not be judging comedy. She has no sense of humor. Well, I know. I mean, if, if we're getting to the point where she's judging comedy, like, <laughs> why do they make television? Yeah. <laughs> so, cancel the whole thing. Right, exactly. Fuck for, a toaster and call it TV a day. Is go, back, <laughs> go back to churning butter. Uh, so he he actually had a really smart joke. He said, um, you know, uh, something, it was something about something in Braille. They said uh, they have certain things in Braille uh, because you might go blind or something like that. <laughs> right. um, and uh, they, they they don't have it in German because I'll never, something like, I'll never go German. Like that was <laughs> right. the joke. Right. I'm, I'm really fucking up the joke. It's way better than that. But that was the punchline. So he just mentioned the word German to set up. And as soon as she heard German, she went like, ooh. And she, without even hearing the joke, she was like, why are you mentioning a group of people and disparaging a group? He's like, what are you talking about? Oh, goes, You've oh. succeeded in offending a whole group of people. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a microcosm of what the, what is hard. Well, it's like it's I don't a trigger get, word. I don't yeah. get right, why yeah. when I, when I feel uncomfortable or offended, I just sit with it and I go okay, and yeah. then I move on. Like right. I don't know why it's the this notion of people feel like they have to get on a soapbox every time they feel fucking uncomfortable. Well, I don't I, get yeah. that. Well, I it's think a it's a yeah, right. I think it's attention. I think it's they want to be known in the world for, Ugh, for being the worst. Right. Something other than you know managing a fucking chipotle. Well, yeah, like having uh, an opinion is not like that. Doesn't mean it. It's just anyone can have an opinion. It doesn't make you intelligent. No, right. Exactly. Ugh, stupid yeah. people have opinions. They, Ugh, they, matter of fact, stupid people I? give their opinions. Way that's more. what's wrong with the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah stupid people need to shut the fuck up. Salt and pepper said it. That opinions jacket are like is assholes. cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what right. well, what did they say? They said opinions are like assholes. Everybody's, Everybody's got, got one. one. Did they invent that? Yeah, that I'm was that's theirs. That was them. That's theirs. You did not. Wow. Salt who, who have you been giving credit? I've <laughs> been for running now. around. With I don't that. know. Yo, certain uh, ones said opinions are like assholes. Oscar Wilde. It's one of the greatest quotes ever. That's salt and pepper. Yeah. It's not salt and pepper. It's salt and pepper. <laughs> the ones, the same None ones, of your who, business. the ones who said, uh, "Yo, yo, yo, baby, pop." Those same, the same. <laughs> yeah, one. yo, yo, baby, pop. you know they're all, they all can't be winners. So <laughs> pick and choose. Like I mean, we all know. Uh, it's like saying Bill Biv DeVoe said, uh, "You have to hurry up and wait" or something. <laughs> I, I, I that's that, I did not know that. Wow, I got a. I always like salt and pepper. Uh, <laughs> they were very, they were wise beyond their years. What kind of chicks do you like to fuck? <laughs> I don't. I, mean, I don't have a type. I like I like beautiful women. I like uh, I like a pretty girl. You know, I like sexy. I like soft women. Very I rare like, taste. I like a woman who feels like a woman. Soft. You know, I don't like uh, yeah these chicks with the abs and the working out and the. the <laughs> I don't, like, yeah, I don't like a girl with abs. Ew. Uh, <laughs> I don't like a girl with abs. You're my kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, there's that you know that movie uh, Spring Breakers. That movie. Oh, we oh, yeah. know it well. Okay. Oh, there's movie. one shot of that. Who's the 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 young the the uh, brunette? One? Vanessa Hudgens or Selena Gomez? Who's is Selena Gomez? The young br br uh, br the main no? one who cries. Yes. Yes. Her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's a shot of her uh, where she's she's just drinking a forty of beer. <laughs> 
which again is a newer thing. Um, and uh, she's she's just standing up in a bikini, drinking a forty beer, and she's got a little bit of a beer gut. Like she's yeah. Uh, I actually noticed that it was cute. Okay, a little pudge. unbelievably sexy. Yeah, uh, just soft. You could tell she just feels like a woman. Yeah, and she's beautiful, obviously. Th- like uh, that's like a perfect. Yeah. I, I don't like like uh, something like that. Yeah, like a little, like a little love. Just handles. like a nineteen-year-old, you know, pop star <laughs> drinking a forty, but only a little. If bit you're gonna of punch. put it that, I'm way. like an everyday guy. I just like a Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I really. That's a good point. I, I just said. I, I don't mean, know. she's drop dead gorgeous. She one really of the is. Huh? Hottest people. I know. Alive. Like, that's oh. when you find out, like you know, one of those asshole guys. Is well, she's fucking that. Justin Bieber, or, oh. or was on and off for many. That's terrible. Years. She's yeah. a hottie. I mean, have you heard his new single? It's pretty good. Is it? I haven't heard. It, but I will, I will hear it. I'm it's not catchy. Lie. You might I'm not like gonna it. pretend I'm not gonna listen. <laughs> what is it about? What is it about? It's Pussy. he's asking if it's too late to say sorry. Of course it is. You know, because no. he's it apologizing, is. but it's upbeat, so he's not that sorry. Apparently, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> when you're Justin Bieber, it's never too late. I mean, that's the thing. This generation is very effeminate. Like this generation's this generation's Clint Eastwood is Neil Patrick about? Harris. He's <laughs> uh, got some good skill. He's got some. Fucking... I mean, when he's playing a womanizer on a show for eight years, you know, I he did it well i gotta say when he was in gone girl i was like all right yeah yeah i I don't buy it uh, i don't buy it why because you know he's gay in real life yeah it's like get a get a guy you just imagine his dick in a butt it's called every time you see him is it yeah (laughs) (laughs) acting now when you have you ever been on a set for like anything and there's just been like hookers on the set I always wondered about you mean outright high hooker. end Hollywood Set hookers. Is oh yeah, like, oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just, just hang well, around. Uh, guy, is it next a, to the craft services yeah. table? Like right next to the cheese. <laughs> One of the last, uh, the last movie that Chris Farley ever did was a movie I did with Norm Macdonald called Dirty Work. It's buddy comedy we shot up in uh, Toronto in the summer of '97, and Chris died two months after we uh, finished that. He called hookers every day. They were in his uh, uh, trailer. Um, they bring weed and stuff. Uh, so a lot. Uh, never there. How like you the, fuck that much when you do that many drugs. Um, you're not tired. Sometimes it was it was almost sad. Like I think he just wanted to talk to them. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh I I'd be a hooker for just talking. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. What you just want to talk about the day? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about to politics? you. I'd be a hooker just for the sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, there's yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could, get- but never like uh, they were there like craft service or something. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I didn't know if the producers like, all right, already, this is where your trailer is. It's craft service. We got hookers. I got well, a, you never I got a know. picture page of all of them. If you want <laughs> I think to see. that's more like a wink, wink. Like we can do. This. We're not going to set them out. But. Well, that, that, that's <laughs> a good point. What you just said is a good point. I'll say this. I'll say they were never there, but I, you probably a lot of times I got the impression we could have a whore here in five minutes. Now, why do you think that with depending men, on traffic? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll helicopter around. Yeah. We're doing well. Why do you think men always it, in Hollywood and any man with power always has access to hookers whenever he wants, but women just don't even seem to want that? Um, because again, it's what I was saying before. It's very like. Do you think you're in the norm of your generation of someone who could have a th- like a threesome like you just talked about? Do you yeah. think that's most women your age? I uh, think it's becoming more I common. Think, that's think, why the po- podcast is popular yeah. because people are like, "I want that too." Here's what it is. I think people think it, but they don't have the guts to right. say it. Uh-huh. So that's why people like the show because it's like, well, someone has the guts to say it. I'm gonna just put this in front of my boyfriend and have right. him give it a little listen, and then yeah, that's the now feedback. we're fucking eight people. So that, you say your fans are mostly young women well those are the ones that come out to shows and stuff right. we get email from men women from 13 to 70 and they come they come solo to the shows like they come by themselves and sometimes they, uh-huh. well, like groups of usually girlfriends. groups of, and they share with you that they 
share with you that that's their they're the they're the same way. They're sex, sexually, yeah, very open. Uh, okay. We've always had these thoughts. It's right. just a matter of letting people know we have these thoughts or not, or okay. keeping them in. And that's a, uh, with women in general. I feel like that a lot of stuff uh, they've just kept in. Well, I think see, I can't f- picture my mom or grandmother having those thoughts. But your your argument would be they were just sort of maybe suppressed by like the mores of society. Well, but, yes, well they, exactly. what would happen yeah. is they'd have the thought and then they go, well, that's not that's not. I can't, I can't even I can't think even. about doing it. Yeah, and then yeah. they just erase it or push it down. Okay. Well, because there's still the concern. I think no matter how open you are, you you don't want everyone to think you're quote a whore. Okay, right. Well, that's what I. That's then what everybody I think. Has power. <laughs> I don't think you're a whore. I think. Uh, Do you think I'm a whore? No, really? No, of course not. I mean, a whore is accepting money for. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't even think you're slutty. At that. I think you're just being honest. Yeah. And but but see that's it. The problem is here's the ironic thing. It's not the problem is the guys are normally more sensitive. We hate to admit that. I, think I more, know. I think that's what we've been learning. So yeah. I think we're, we hate to admit the fact that infuriating. Yeah. Because I know you. I know that, but yeah. you won't fucking say it. Well, I'll so say then it. it makes me go crazy. <laughs> you just you will. Yeah. I don't. I, I would never uh, like. Mo- I would never. Uh, want certainly another guy my god now and uh, that is that because you don't want another uh dick and your girlfriend or, or you just don't want to be in a room with a dick both both are good arguments yeah i would make <laughs> i have a friend i can't say what it is but i have a really good friend who dated el mcpherson a comedian and uh for six months and he told me that um she uh, eventually uh, he, he said she would get the best coke like like the most insane cocaine and she had this big townhouse on the upper east side and eventually after like four months she said can i you know i want to invite a guy over who's a model who i you know i fuck every once in a while and uh, that's when he found out they weren't exclusive <laughs> uh, and uh, he goes uh, she goes uh, well, here's what's gonna happen I- i'm gonna ride you and i'm gonna put my tits like in your face and he's gonna stick his dick in uh, in my ass and uh, you know that's and so he, my friend goes well what if his cock touches my balls I don't want that to happen she goes well you're uptight about that and he's like yeah absolutely I am I don't want that to happen so uh, so uh, I, I that's what made him stop fucking he goes he stopped fucking El McPherson because wow. he didn't want uh, yeah also he got really tired of her but uh, <laughs> he goes she would try to be funny it was so that's a boner she would say stuff like don't go there and like expect oh. him to laugh and, oh. uh, and he, he got sickened by it. But I said, what you, <laughs> what you should have done is that. you should have said, listen, I'll do the guy thing. But before that, just uh, here's the one thing I want. The night before we do the guy thing, could you call up Naomi Campbell? And, you know, yeah. and we'll do a threesome with her first. And then let's so all get comfortable. And then after that, we'll do the guy thing. If she agrees to that, you do the threesome with Naomi Campbell. You leave me and just never go back. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> so the last night you have is a threesome. You fucked her and Naomi Campbell, and then the next night it's her and some. You change your phone number after some that. fag model going. Is he coming? Or? <laughs> Amazing. Women what? are. So what is he getting here? Oh women my. are so much more open to yeah. to another woman and a guy, and the guys are so fucking uptight about that. I'm very uptight about it. Uh, I, but has it ever been proposed to you? Yo, God, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By friends? Yeah. Or... Uh, what do you mean, a threesome? You yeah, mean like with a, another guy. With a guy. Oh, whoa, whoa. The devil's uh, threesome. No, I think... Uh, I just get two women throwing themselves on Well, I, I'm saying no. Uh, no. I think I put off the vibe that that wouldn't be cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of you the do. time. You yeah. do. I will say. <laughs> not, not a kind of person to be like, he's going to fuck me with another dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I wouldn't know. Yeah, it's a very... Um, I'm a what people would probably call homophobic. I certainly am. Really? I mean, I don't hate gay people, but I'm afraid of getting fucked in the ass. Because it's gonna make you gay. 
No, because I would get fucked in the ass. That's an act of fear that you <laughs> have. have. Well, phobia is a, oh my God, it's one of my biggest fears on the planet. Getting really? fucked in the ass? But what, what, what is this going to happen? Is I don't know. What do you want to your butthole? You're famous. You're always going to get your own Could stuff. I have, heights, I'm afraid of heights, but I'd have to put getting fucked in the ass right up there. Really? Like, like if. Uh, have you ever had a finger in your ass? No. No girl, has any girl ever licked your asshole? Yes. Okay. Does How, it feel nice? Uh, it felt all right. Yeah, it felt I nice. I always feel bad for her. I was going to say, what girl licked your... Uh, well, oh, she's wow. going to make sure you showered uh, <laughs> and uh, are cleaned uh, out. I don't know. I just... Uh, sure, you're afraid at any moment you might get violated. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I, have, I have straight friends who are good looking guys who get hit on a lot by, you know, and they get uptight about it. Um, but that's never happened to me because obviously I don't have a body that most women would want or gay guys. Gay guys seem to have the same wants that a woman wants sexually. You yeah. know? So I never have to deal with that. That would be, I don't know. I'm not afraid to admit I certainly uh, have no problem with gay people at all, but right. uh, I'm very uncomfortable with gay sex. Sure. Right. I'm in front well, of it could squick you out. I mean, that's fine. I'm yeah. uncomfortable with most sex in front of me. I don't uh, think anyone really likes that. Well, she's that. not. That's yeah. like. Are you like that? How about that? Could you I don't do want to just watch people have sex in real life. But Ew. what if one of them's your boyfriend? <laughs> Uh, and, and someone's touching your tit. I'm not super. I'm a very one-on-one -on -one person. It's because like I just really like. Hate, so you're not I like hate that. People. I'm not. It doesn't disgust me. <laughs> so like, there's a good chance the other person they invited. So why would I want another person? Yeah, it's like it's like it's already amazing enough that I found one person I can tolerate. <laughs> Let's not go crazy. Odds are who you're gonna call. I'm gonna hate. <laughs> but no, I'm open. Like I, I've gone. I've had sex in public at like a sex club. Oh yeah, you have. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So have I. You gotta. You really? gotta go out. What sex club? I mean, Where is that? I mean, I tell you, I don't want people going there, but I'm sorry. <laughs> mine was in Atlantic Why City. Why not? Because <laughs> I don't want to run into Stupid that's my decision. that's my safe space. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a safe space, a sex club. Would you have a locker there? Yeah. Actually, there yes. are lockers. There are 100 percent lockers. Oh my god, that's and my code and you get is a robe. Six, nine, six, nine. You get a robe. Yeah. It's like a so spa. you go there and you've had sex like uh, in front of people. Yeah, but I I brought I provided the person I had sex with. You brought them. Yeah. <laughs> you, but they offer like you don't have to bring somebody. We have, we'll have a lineup or something. If you're a girl, <laughs> you can. Oh really? Yeah, because they, they you know they never let single guys in anywhere. They don't. We're yeah. fucking is on the Maybe table. That's why they're so mad. <laughs> wow. I, you'd have to. If you never were, been to a sex club? Uh yeah, but I don't, I never had sex there. <laughs> What'd you do? I did, well, I I, I sort of in the corner a, and jerk I, off. I inadvertently, yeah, that's very attractive. Uh, <laughs> I sat in the corner and ate. It was always a good buffet there. Uh, I, I actually, um, I, I inadvertently was at an orgy once where I I, I got a blowjob in front of a, with a bunch of people around, but it, how was that? It ended horribly. Uh, Why? Well. Uh, uh, I, 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 when I when I moved to LA from New, I, I moved to LA to do uh, the show Mad TV. So I moved out there with a job, and I started making a lot of money. But I brought a, a really bad cocaine problem out there with me. And my dealer in New York, I called him and I said, uh, "Do you know a guy, a contact in LA?" And if he had said no, uh, my my experience in life would have been so much different from there on. But he happened to know a guy, and the guy was the superman of drug dealers. Like, mm. he was this super, like, cool, like, Rastafarian guy, uh, 
always with a smoking hot chick and um like he was always at a party like 9 a.m on a tuesday he was at a party <laughs> in a tuxedo he was like harvey keitel in uh, pulp fiction he was like the wolf like you'd call him like, like, like uh, so uh, a couple times i was in malibu shooting sketches with uh, on location and i call him for coke and he go i'm nearby i'm like you're nearby the fuck because i'm in topanga canyon I'm, what what <laughs> you're people like making martinis in the background and it's 8 a.m on a friday uh so uh he uh would take me to woodland hills sometimes chatsworth where all the porno people were and he would go get uh he would go get uh, had a dealer there so he took me to this uh, one crazy party and i liked the guy the guy was one of the coolest friends i ever had a loyal friend and when he found out I had a constant source of money, he really, uh, you got the customer service of a good drug dealer. <laughs> was it's like, on. it beats like Sears. You, know. <laughs> you, you get, uh, like he had these smoking hot chicks who were junkies who, who were always around him because he needed drugs. I mean, chicks who looked like Carmen Electra's hotter sister. Wow. And they were always with him because they needed, you go, why aren't you famous? And you realize it's because it's very dark. It's because they're junkies. Oh. So uh, they, they, and like, in other words, if he was late getting me my drugs, he would tell them to fuck me. He would go, fuck Artie, blow Artie, get, keep him company. He had like a harem. And, uh, would they you know, just go over and be like, I was told I had to fuck you, so I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> well, they were not always from Brazil, <laughs> but, um, uh, they, uh, black chicks, white chicks, you know, uh, and, uh, again, I was like the one on one thing. I never liked the threesome. So I would pick a girl. He'd go, uh, who do you like? You know, he would say, Tanya's in the back and I knew she was really beautiful and he would uh, be upset that he was late so I'd go there jonesing for coke and then like if a beautiful girl starts blowing you, you go oh wait you know take your time I'm fine <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that is customer service like that's what he would tell you to do and my life got very fast and dark and like I realized that the, my buddies who had stayed home and stayed at the port became cocked cops took the fireman exam i would go home and almost crying sometimes and go guys look there's crazy shit out there and i don't know i i don't know if it's ever gonna leave my life now because it's a part of me i'm not gonna you like it well you're, i can't come in? back here and like you know take the fireman's exam anymore right so i uh you know and and i went i went to this party once and he went in the back to get uh some some blow and I was in the middle of I realized I looked around and there were naked people fucking all around me like porn people yeah. and there was a girl on a couch I'm like all fours looking at me kind of giving me like what? come here <laughs> so uh, I look around I'm like, butt right. naked on all fours she was butt naked looking like coming like with her head wow. going come here and she had that crystal meth up for 18 days look. Mm. Whoa. Raccoon eyes. You're like, my and, kind of woman. Well, I went over and she unzipped my pants. She started uh, blowing me. And in front of people, I'm going, and I'm not like this. So I'm looking around going, you know, wow, I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm hard in front of people, other people, and uh, having sex. I was also 28 at the time. So a guy who looked like The Rock, that's the best way I could describe <laughs> him, comes over and like a professional, as if we were shooting a movie, starts fucking her from behind. So now I'm inadvertently in a threesome with oh. a guy. Oh. And uh, like like in a movie, he, after like a, a minute, he takes his cock out and he starts coming on her back. And I'm like, oh my, I'm looking at him in slow motion. A piece of jizz, <laughs> a piece of cum, like a, like a little dot of it came up out of his dick because he's going like this. And it was, it, it turned slow motion. It was like, and it was like looking at an incoming missile of like, and I had this $600 leather jacket on, man, that I just bought. Oh. And it, it landed right, <laughs> right, right on, like, the breast of the oh. leather. Like, and it made a splash. To me, oh, to me it no. looked like an enormous pool of cum. Oh. It was about this big. And I, uh, <laughs> 
and, uh, I, and, and I, I didn't come. I pulled my dick out of her Ooh. mouth, and I was like going, oh, like I was running around going, what do I do? I ran into the bathroom, like boiled a rat, <laughs> and I started, and I, uh, I ended up throwing the jacket. I was gonna say that jacket's I, never seen the light of day again. Damn it! I threw the jacket out. Wow. Six hundred dollars. So uh, I got back in the car, and there's again, there's black Rasta guy. You know, they're very homophobic. He was like, let's go back and kill that motherfucker. I'm like, oh. Oh, we don't have to kill him. He goes, uh, he goes I got you a nine. He goes, I have a, he said, I have a nine in the back. I go, a nine. Whoa. He goes, I, I mean, a, I mean, a gun. He goes, yeah, nine. I'm like, all right. Well, you know, how right. about we just leave? And, right, Guys are so I, weird. I didn't grow up in the Wu Tang clan. <laughs> so, uh, so he's like, I said, no, we don't have to kill the guy. <laughs> He goes, let's go back and kill that motherfucker. He goes, you don't take a dick out in front of a guy without without asking. I'm like, let's not kill oh, him. Oh my god! Man. And uh, that I found out later on that guy um, is the rock. Uh, that guy, no, the, oh. the Rasta drug dealer who again I had an affection for. He uh, he died he, in a Corvette. He was in a metallic blue Corvette in uh, on the PCH in Northern California, supposedly with a beautiful woman. A mutual friend I had sent me a, a newspaper clipping in like 2005. Uh, I was on Stern at the time. And he goes, guess who bought it? And, uh, you know, he always lived fast. He was probably about 39 at the time. Supposedly he was going so fast, like he hit an 18-wheeler, the, the car like disintegrated. <gasps> oh, like, fuck. And, did uh, he do drugs or did he just... Yes, he was on cocaine all the oh, time. okay. All, all the time, but always had like a hundred grand in cash, like a, an Armani tux, a Gucci tux. I mean, when you have that access to to that side of life, like the luxury side, like yeah. I would, it would make me so anxious that I probably would fucking like. Well, it's also very uh, dark. At some point, you, lo- I was afraid of really losing my soul. Like I, uh, when I started living like that, when I would go home for the holidays, I'd see my grandmother and my mom, mm-hmm. and I go and I would really. I, sometimes I'd hug my mother when I got back on the plane. She goes, "What's the matter with you?" I'm like, "I don't know, my." Did you feel like a ba- like a bad kid? Like I'm a bad seed that, kind no, of, or no, disappointing no. them, or yeah, more yeah. like a, you know, uh, like my mother knows I've done drugs, but if she ever saw me do a line of cocaine, she'd probably never get out of bed. Wow, you know, uh, I got offered. Um, when I was on Howard, I got offered the last offer was three hundred and fifty grand to do celebrity rehab because he wanted the, the plugs on Howard. You know, yeah. I kept turning it down. So I said, uh, like, you know, one of the guys in the back, like Gary, was saying, "Why don't you do it?" I'm like, "Do I want to just kill my mother?" I mean, yeah. she's gonna see me in, in a room with Dennis Rodman throwing up through withdrawals. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't. There's no amount of money. No one, you know? needs, yeah. no one needs to see that side yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to see to show people like that's what can happen. Well, but. I got I got very honest. Uh, with my comedy um, at some point, and especially on the Stern Show, and uh, millions of people listened, and uh, they, they gave me a statistic once in 2004, right before we went to uh, Sirius, at 8:30 a.m. New York time in the whole country, there were 11 million people listening to us. Wow! So, Jesus like, you know, you, you said a joke and you made someone in traffic in Missouri laugh, like in a second, like in a, yeah. for comics, like that immediate. Uh, but I would say all this shit, like stories comparable to this. Like I told that story on the air with the yeah. combo magic. Well, that wasn't serious. I, I couldn't clean that up. But you realize you get on 6th Avenue at 11 o'clock in the morning, and you're like, what the fuck did I just do? You're walking out going, what did I say? It was like a bad therapy. And like a UPS driver yells out, yo, man, was that true? Did you wow. have cum on your jacket? <laughs> every, const- your jacket? every construction worker listened. Wow. Uh, and, and would uh, one day they goofed on a leather jacket my girlfriend bought me. They thought it looked stupid. And then, and then I was walking out home to Threw the ferry. on you. 11.30 in the morning, six construction workers said, Hey, Artie, we think your jacket's cute. <laughs> <laughs> 
like that kind of immediacy. It's like what well, you guys are kind of seeing. Like, isn't it well, fun? Isn't it fun to see the immediate? Like you guys say at these shows. Well, these girls yeah. probably love this show. Like, like you feel you're and a voice to them, too. right? It's weird. It's though. the weird. same way. Because like someone comes People's up to you and they know like exactly about what your you. pussy looks like, and you're like, <laughs> I forgot. Like, I have a meaty vagina too. Thank you for talking. Well, like, you I put forgot. pictures of your vagina. No, but I, I, my platform is for meaty vaginas. I feel like there's a lot of vagina shaming, and I, if I could do anything for the young women of America that's See, that is that's insanely like, honest but there's probably a lot of women who go wow they're talking for me you know well, yeah, people who, are cutting their wings off and you don't need to do that right literally cutting oh, good them for off. you well, I mean, what I'm happens sure. is like we sold out the store last two times ago we went the to the main store. room yeah well, I was like great. so fucking excited. in LA just the store yeah. it was a 7-Eleven yeah <laughs> we sold out that laundromat and afterwards <laughs> no that's a big deal that's great yeah, yeah. it was crazy yeah. and uh, afterwards people would come up to us but they wouldn't just say like hi I'm so and so they'd be like so I stuck my finger in my boyfriend's ass and he loved it and then his boyfriend's like it was awesome thanks for talking That's about wow. and they'll talk about deep shit right. or people write us to say like they were molested or raped and they've never told anybody in their lives that's and great shit. like that's, that's that cool. is where you can really good uh, that's people hitting out. the that's hitting some nerve that needs to be hit obviously yeah. because it sparks such a instant reaction from the person well i could tell from talking to you guys too you're, you're genuine about it you could tell if someone's bullshitting yeah. and they probably That's appreciate the that there's nothing worse than making that and shit and talking up. down to people and bull, like and well, sex talk too i feel like it's just so dry yeah. fucking it's funny I, I don't know how much honest comedy could get but the, like richard when richard Pryor first uh and lenny bruce first started doing this this is eventually where it should go where women yeah. are being this honest that it, as a comedian I think it's a great thing, you know. Yeah. Sure, it's uh, it's awesome. Why do you? Th- it's funny. We were talking about uh, you would take girls to comedy shows and then you would get some pussy after. Well, that. It, again, it's a way to look cool, right? Oh yeah. no, I get that. It's so <laughs> some funny. guys can do it from just getting you know, brushing their hair. Women can't. That's like it doesn't. That's the opposite effect for chicks. Because again, because we're intimidated by yeah. it, right? Like, but like. That's okay. Well, I think that's the to other thing. To be intimidated. Guys used to, uh, I think uh, for a long time, guys had a monopoly on being funny, too. It's like, uh, you know, World War II, you make your girl laugh. She doesn't make you laugh. Like that all, you know, that, that yeah. got, that, even uh, the liberal 60s, uh, guys, when they're honest with people, uh, if a woman makes you laugh, because being the funniest person in the room is a position of power, mm. uh, you know, uh, uh, so I think a lot of guys here probably are insecure when a woman's funnier than they are. Yeah. You know, uh, it's hard. Do you guys date comics? A lot of comics or no? Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> was a very enthusiastic. I mean, do you have a steady guy? It was d- no, but no. I mean, date. I was using that loosely. I haven't. I haven't had a boyfriend in like over three years. Is and that that's on why purpose? My career's just, doing so well. Is that? Is that? You think that's a? I mean, a- it was at first. It was because I was like very deeply affected by my last serious relationship, yeah. uh, and it was bad, and I just didn't want to be one. And then it was started to be like you have to be really fantastic to for me to take time away from comedy at this point. Well, a lot of people that a lot of people have that uh, that problem, but I, that's not a problem. I think if you're yeah, gonna do this, awesome. you might as well do it right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's that is uh, I uh, drugs. The, the the number two thing besides drugs has always been uh, comedy being like sort of the thing you're cheating on them with. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're always, you're always it is. You it's f- hard to I get mean, somebody who's understanding of that schedule and all that stuff. It's very hard. To not and a lot a of shit. times, if they're not in the business, they get. Uh, they, they 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 see what you have there and they want it some or oh, something really? in life that they uh yeah i think they're not necessarily comedy but they want they want something that uh 
I don't know. Cool is the wrong word, but that, no, it's badass. It's like a rock star. It I mean, is it's a good when you can fucking make a room full of strangers laugh. It's it's a you it's get, impressive. You get the rush out of a life of crime without yeah committing without a crime. Committing crime. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel like uh, the Jesse James of jokes when you get paid at a club. You know? <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. you ever dated a comic? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how'd uh, it go? Oh well, uh, <laughs> obviously. Uh, I dated Robin Williams. Uh, <laughs> how was it? I, you know, I I uh, not. not not for a long time. It never worked out. No. It never worked out. Uh, the, the last time, it was uh, she was more of a writer, uh, but she she did comedy in L.A. And uh, she, uh, I don't know, she, she felt sort of eaten up and spit out by the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, where I was doing well, she wasn't. And, uh, that's I, always I, tough, I, yeah. That's, that's hard. You know? What, uh, the relationships that you've had that haven't, they haven't worked out. Is there a common thread or is everyone unique? Uh, no, there's a common thread. Um, uh, it's funny, you know, uh, the most of them, like I said, was, uh, the comedy or drugs. The last one was getting clean and, uh, trying to maintain that. Uh, the, 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 I, I went away for a year and a half after I left Stern because it was such a tragic way that, that I went out. And, um, I really hit the the mountain hard, mm. and uh, she was in my life at the time. And uh, we took a break because I had a I, had, I said I gotta go get better. I, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. if, if I lose you in that time, uh, it is what it is. Uh, but I I'm good to nobody unless I go get better. So I went away for a long time, and I ended up in Miami at this place, and I had a year and a half clean, and I came back, and I had a, another year clean, and then I fell off the wagon in, in Paris. I went to Paris to see Springsteen, whether or not. Uh, I fell off the wagon drinking, mm. and that was so horrifying to her to think I was going to go back to mm. the drugs, and uh, I got arrested uh, that night in Paris, and, oh. uh, my first international arrest. For what? Uh, for uh, public drunkenness, and uh, I got into a fight with her, and I was screaming at her, and a cops oh. came, and I took a swing at a French cop. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> Were they more polite about it? Or they were they? actually so cool. They said, Monsieur, listen, in New York, they hit you in the head. It's very bad. We don't do that. Oh. Because you sleep it off. Because when you wake up, we let you go. Oh. They go, no paperwork, bye. <laughs> wow. And in the fight with them, my shirt came off. And I was shirtless in a jail cell with another older guy <laughs> who was like going in my face, going, bleu, le bleu, le. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said to the guard, I said, guard, I think this guy belongs in the psych ward. And the, the guy said, Monsieur, you're in the psych ward. Oh, so I was in the French cool. psych ward. I, I somehow fell asleep. I woke up at 9 a.m. and they let me out. And that was the beginning of the end. I got back to the hotel room and I, I you know, I was sobered up and apparently I, I threw her clothes out the hotel window. And uh, the, uh, that's shitty. My friend was <laughs> friends with the door. Uh, Bill Murray. I have a friend who's good friends with Bill Murray. And we asked him for a, a celebrity friendly hotel. And he said, mm-hmm. go to this place. Uh, you you could fucking kill someone. The, the, they won't tell the cops. Right. And uh, <laughs> I threw all of her clothes in a blackout out the oh. out onto the boulevard. And, Ooh, she, and the, the doorman folded them and brought them back. Oh, <laughs> that is a great wow. hotel. Monsieur, you dropped these? <laughs> At the end, I tipped the guy five grand. I gave, oh, the, wow. uh, I gave the doorman $5,000. And wow. I said, thanks, but he goes, until next time. <laughs> he goes, until next time. Wow. Uh, and uh, I found that it was the Nazi headquarters during World War II. I'm like, well, they put up with Nazis. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they looked the other way they for can... a Holocaust. They could deal with uh, my clothes. Yeah. Uh, but it, after you do something like that, she just looked at me in a different way, and it was yeah. downhill. Do I you, love her, and I hope she still loves me, but it, it, it didn't work do out. Do you keep in touch? No. Oh, okay. I'm not. Too, that's uh, another uh, 
social media. I don't know how you guys do that. There's guys, younger people can somehow st- look uh, look up an ex on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you too can look up an ex. It's on not Instagram. a good idea. I won't I mean, do it. It's I won't not a do good it. idea. Uh, no, I can't do that. See, yeah, like your cocaine is my looking up an ex on do Instagram. You, I, know, I know the social media thing, but it's like crack. I know it is. It is an addiction. And but it's so, like, do you ever get broken hearted over what they're doing? Like, if it looks like it's you know, like the. I mean, no, I mean, with exes and stuff, it's just, if anything, that something bothers me, it's like some shithead saying something re like, I don't care. I think a lot of that's funny. Comments, then, you mean? Yeah. Or like some, there's like a men's rights activist website that, oh, uh, that I read uh, <laughs> an article terrible. about us. Yeah. A indeed. Men's, but a it's men's all, rights? It's like, we hate women. Like they don't like women. And you guys are so behind. What are men's read, rights? What men's rights are they fighting for? I don't know. <laughs> World domination. The, the right to enslave what, a woman. What are we allowed to do? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> And so, I mean, uh, I'll say there's not much we can't. But do. They, 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 you know, they wrote something, and it was hilarious. They wrote a yeah. long article about it, and but then hating they, on you, yeah, oh yeah, oh, huge whores, and they're like, you know, it's good. They're cool. I'm whores. glad that they're telling everybody how many people they had sex with, so it's disgusting. So we know not the fuck. They're about. upset with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but then they, at the end, they're <laughs> like these cum dumpsters, and I was like, uh, 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 whatever. You start but, like, to want to take like, the bait. That was funny. It didn't bother yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it didn't like, but I was like, no, but. I, I get that. That's great. But I also get your anger, too. But it's ultimately when you do t- go back, you're giving do it. Do you play. know? Because you guys are part of a hit show. They want they want to interact right. with you. You know, exactly. you, Give them free press. Do you know right. uh, guys like that? Yes. Oh, well, not not that sensitive. No, or, or, or like guys, <laughs> guys who like just that, literally just really just treat women like shit. Like, oh, yeah. I don't really know. No, I have guys who, you know, claim, you know, who uh, womanize, who, uh, you know, are, are, are good enough with women uh, to where they can fuck a different chick a night. Sometimes a couple a day, but it's clear that they have contempt for women. Right, you know, right. right. And ha- I mean, ha- what like have, what's they the- like humiliating them? Like right. now they'll show they'll show you texts that the chicks sound like begging to fuck. I'm like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, and well, yeah, how see that? Like, right, is that what you're saying to them? Like, fucking, uh, I go, I, I give I, a shit. I mean, it doesn't really like press you. Like they say, look what they want to do. They, they'll come here. They don't even get undressed. <laughs> I don't have to take my shoes off. You could fuck me in. Uh, and I, that's such a different. Uh, experience I have yeah. with women, right? Right. <laughs> like I'm more like the other way. Can I come over? Yeah. Uh, so, but there are guys who I guess are sexy enough to to women to where that direct opposite happens. And when they start showing you the text, you see the glee in their face, and you go, "Wow, this person is not a good person." Yeah. Like you imagine your sister being involved with them. Like that's what I always Ooh, think. And you go, "Like, well, this guy hates women." Yeah. He likes fucking them, but that doesn't mean you like them. Yeah. A lot know. of times, it's the opposite. I think they're dangerous people. I think yeah, they're, right? they're capable a pretty bad thing because they convince themselves that the, whatever they think and their opinions are true it's right. like their their head is so far up their ass well even it's right well, yeah like you want to take their head out of their ass <laughs> well there's that part but to me it's like even consensual sex to them they have the mentality of a rape like like, yeah, like, the, like power. the violence of it yeah even when they're uh, it's consensual sex they still feel like they're raping the woman in their head you know yeah that's why and i have that, like, and that bad means they're capable of raping a woman right I think, you know and not having any remorse uh, not at all Nice. I think there is a, so, a, a sociopath is is a real thing. Like they have yeah. no care for other people. Yeah. Uh, do you ever met? Have you ever known anybody that's raped somebody? Yes, absolutely. How do you uh, deal? He with showed it? me how to fuck a piece of toilet paper. <laughs> Uh, that guy was a. He was rape. already in prison uh, for aforementioned rape. Yeah, you know, I didn't have to. I didn't have the moral question of calling the cops. They had been called already. 
uh, or like a buddy. Yeah, I knew like, uh, I knew a friend in high school who uh, raped a pregnant woman and bragged ooh, about it. Oh, yeah. uh, wow! Uh, but what uh, the fuck? Uh, yeah, that's what he said. What happened to him? He uh, he actually. Um, uh, went to prison for armed robbery and last i heard he was well last i heard he he spoke a lot of angel dust and uh he got clean and unfortunately i heard a happy ending with him he had gotten out of prison and was clean and had a family and jesus uh, hopefully not right another kid i knew admitted to killing a kid um throwing a kid off of uh Maybe I shouldn't say this. Uh, <laughs> this was a long time ago. I was going to say, were you, uh, you were... It was like 30 years ago. Yeah. A, a guy What's that, the statute uh, of limitations? None. On me. murder, none. Right? <laughs> I was going to say, it's none. Rape, it's like... Yet on rape. Rape is like a week. Day. It's a yeah, week. Why, it's been 72 yeah, hours. Yeah, rape shouldn't be a... Yeah, so, yeah. yeah like the Bill Cosby thing. Yeah. Well, because the rape like, was last week. It's old yeah, news. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? What about the Bill Cosby well, thing? Well, that, that's whole... Uh, How do you guy look at those Right. That's... I understand why they wouldn't want to say anything because everyone's going to shun them. Right. Everyone in the industry, and they're not gonna, they're gonna look at them as a person who was inconveniencing Bill Cosby, like tainting Bill Cosby's career. You not think you so? Or you think most people would, th- I think there's some assholes that will, but you think most people in the industry would look at them like that? Because it makes t- so yeah. much money? Yeah, and because who are they? They're nobody. They're Maybe nobody at that in the time, industry. not in the current industry. And then yeah. their yeah. only thing that people know them by is getting raped by Bill Cosby. See, it's like, that's, that's why I wouldn't want to say anything. And that's, I think that is I what, people uh, to think of me like that, that is what, uh, and a podcast like this probably would change that. You know. I hope. I feel like, you know, people like there's <laughs> admitting that you were raped or something seems like a huge pain oh, in the ass. Yeah. And I could imagine. First of all, uh, then everyone uh, looks at you as the raped person. Right. Like, all right. Now, like, just the paperwork of you know, and, and the cops looking at you like there's always yeah. going to be one guy who might not believe you. Yeah, there's always yeah. one guy who doesn't believe you. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would fucking drive me up the god. That would make me want to kill a person. I know. If I someone know. didn't believe me. I went through this whole thing of saying this and now you're not going to fucking believe me. Yeah. Fat Albert raped me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's. Uh, uh, well, shit. I hope one day that's done. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think too. Like, it got so much fucking publicity that people now are more aware that sometimes people in power will take advantage. Like, that's a thing that can happen. Absolutely. I almost think that when that happened to them, they were so young and didn't had no idea well, that yeah. that was even a thing that could happen. It's got to be a perversion in his head because he's a guy. It, it happened at the height of his fame in the seventies when he was younger. You know, guy, not a bad looking guy, in good shape, yeah. rich, famous. Uh, also famous in the. 60s for that thing of like for everything that generation was about so you're talking about a hippie chick where he lines a chick which yeah. would fuck him for, uh, consensually yeah. but he has to yeah well that must th- have that's been a real some... psychological problem right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm like you could get pussy anytime why you gotta rape that's scary it's the power that's it's scary the... i don't know how much power do you need well, yeah, because it's like, yeah, if you just can't get enough when you've give, been given all the power of the industry, you have to take over power in some other way. And that's I, I, I guess you know, up to do I was going to say, does having hot, beautiful women at your disposal, not disposal, but whenever you want, yeah. does that affect your, <laughs> how does that affect your, your, your libido, your dick? Like how? Well, I mean, you, you got you to give that, me a lot of credit here. I don't, I don't, I don't have them at my disposal. Not yeah, disposal. I mean, I'm not, I'm like not the drug like, dealer uh, guy, for instance, who has yeah. beautiful women and you know. You're if you weren't famous, like the levels of difference yeah. in oh god, yeah. well, like guys, guys spend a lot of time up, looking up, for pussy, and you don't really have to do that as much, right? Like, how does oh, right. Yeah. Guys, yeah. guys, it's so much easier for a dude to fuck above his level than it is for a chick to fuck above her level. It, like it sucks. Right. It's so it's funny that the two uh, uh, really. Uh, uh, serious girlfriends I had uh, since I've been uh, famous to where you to where it was easier to get women like what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, 
were women who, at the time I met them, had no idea who I was. Oh, that's and, nice. Uh, I, so, uh, yeah, I, I liked that better. Uh, they did find out later who I was, and maybe that affected them a little bit. But maybe they thought it was more exciting. But in the beginning, they didn't know me. And uh, it's good having that C-list kind of fame to where yeah. you can maybe think, okay, a woman might really like me because you're not so famous. Um Affecting the libido and stuff like that. I guess everybody's different. Um, I, I when I was at a you know in my certain my late twenties for my thirties, I don't. There were, there's probably no amount of uh, I would fuck as many as I could in a day if I had the chance to. Right. Uh, just from that animal a guy thing, but uh, I I I I think it's more more emotional and physical. Like uh, you would try to limit it because I don't know. You want to have some sort of. Uh, you want to lead that fun, fast lifestyle we're going for, but you do want to have some sense of normalcy uh, yeah. uh, in your life. You, you can't know? give yourself everything, because then that's going to, what's the fun in that? Yeah, and I, I again, uh, I uh, you'd have to talk to someone much more uh, famous than I, but I, you know. It's, but it's like once you go that hot, yeah. can you go back? That's mainly my Well, uh, like like guy, friends of mine who aren't in show business have seen sometimes women throw themselves at me in bars and beautiful girls, and they, they go like, what must it be like to be Bruce Willis? If this is happening to me, oh, right. you know, you think of that and you go, wow. And a guy's convinced themselves it's okay if that person's not loyal to their wife because it's impossible. Like Rock had that thing where he goes, a oh, guy's only as loyal as his options. Now, I think that's <laughs> uh, that's a little fucked up and uh, not everybody thinks that way. But a lot of guys will, in their head, justify cheating all the time mm. but still being in love with their wife because they can. And a guy has no choice. Well, that that's not the case. You know, yeah. you, you, you could, uh, you could uh, hold back on it a little bit. You know? Have you cheated before? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, not, uh, I'm not someone who, uh, does that a lot. Yeah. Matter of fact, the last girlfriend I had, I never, in the five years, I never cheated on her. Uh, uh, well, is it because it should be. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I did. All right. Exactly. I did. <laughs> you did it. Uh, did you want to? And you're like, no, not. Uh, it was certainly temptations. Um, but the, uh, the, the last one I, I had, she thought I didn't and, uh, I did. And I explained that to her later that. You know, in Vegas, sometimes I got in that mode where I let the floodgates open yeah. uh, because I was like, I don't know. Like, I thought I'd resent her if I stopped myself from having that fun. Uh, uh, and that's, again, that's another guy's way of rationalizing. Yeah. And did, I mean, did that help or did you just end up like feeling guilty? I felt very guilty about it. But, um, you know, uh, I got off the plane and everything was all right. You know, after a while, yeah. was it know. sex you paid for that you cheated on her? No, no, no. Oh, okay, because I was like, I, I would. That's, I think that's a different category. Yeah, because no. I, I wouldn't be as mad Me I either. <laughs> yeah, I haven't paid for sex in a long time. When was I, the last I, time you paid for sex? Two thousand one. Wow, that was a quick Fe answer. Fe <laughs> February fifteenth. Wow. Day <laughs> after Valentine's Day. Yeah, I got to find on Valentine's oh. Day. <laughs> oh. no, it, it was inadvertently. It's a famous story from the Stern Show. It was a stripper that I thought was giving me uh, sex for free, and in the morning at seven a.m. she woke me up to leave the room, and I'm like, okay, take care. You know, I don't care if you're leaving. And she goes, I just need, can I get the five hundred dollars? Whoa! Like, Did we discuss this? She claimed we haggled the night before. I'm like, I'm not going to fight with a whore at seven a.m. at the Hard Rock. So I got up and I gave her 500 <laughs> So she charged me after the fact. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. That's the last time that happened, though. Did you... 
did you not want to were you like i need to stop paying for sex or did you think that was bad i think prostitutes should be legal like yeah. i think paying for sex makes i think sense. they do a great thing I think yeah. they do a great service they let uh, some guys who need to let the steam out yeah. let the steam yeah. out. that's a great service and why totally. is it letting like letting like coming in a woman is so much better than just jerking off like guys it seems like guys can't let the steam out by just jerking uh, off uh well i know i listen i mean when you put the first time you know you put your, uh, you know, dick in a vagina. You go, you know, this way is really better. designed well. Eureka! <laughs> That's why some gay guys, some gay guys claim they're gay, and I really some I, gay guys claim I, they're I, gay. I feel they're I feel <laughs> gay guys claiming they're gay. I feel a lot of gay guys running around. Look, I do love feel, dicks. I do feel you're born that way. <laughs> And that's why you have to have, uh, you know, uh, as, as, as you much. You want to try pussy just to see. Some guys, though, if they never had gay sex, and they say they're gay. Well, we'll try. Have you tried a pussy? And well, maybe pussy they- makes them flaccid. They look at a pussy and go, ugh. Uh, have you ever tried a dick? I mean, so how do you yeah. know you're straight? You never tried a dick. Maybe you like a, that more. That's a good point. I know. Yeah. For, I definitely know I wouldn't like a dick more. But they but, definitely know they wouldn't like a pussy more. I see, I don't know. I, I, because you look at a pussy, pussy. You probably, the first time you laid a girl out, you probably kind of f- figured it out well. Like, you probably had some natural instincts of your straightness. Well, that that's where like, you find out every girl's different with that, the oral sex. Some girls yeah. like different things. You know, but. Every, like, what kind? Are you good at oral sex? Yes, I, 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 <laughs> when you look like me, you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I didn't want to be the like if I'm gonna, uh, yeah yeah like That's david amazing. beckham probably sucks at it oh he my god probably but, does <laughs> pussy eating is the best skill people are all concerned about like money and cars i'm like learn how to eat a pussy it doesn't a have to be huge if you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah. yeah it uh listen you know uh, do you have kinks any like what what's what are some favorites some classics you mean that you like, like to, you mean moves, uh, uh or a rape fantasy or fucking oh, oh, oh. wear a wear a fucking maid costume or i don't know you know I, I don't know nothing that comes to mind <laughs> like i never got that like people who put a rubber suit on before you like we're gonna have sex but first we're gonna build a deck <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, when do you when do you come? You know, I, I was like, let's get to the sex. I don't know. I, I, to me, those people are asexual. To me, it's it's not about sex. If you got to put on a night suit before you, we well, yeah, but a girl in a fucking thigh highs that looks oh, stunning. Oh. I don't know. Like, I like a, a I like a girl. I like a girl. I like a, yeah, like a, a role player. Something. I like a, a girl. Maybe leave boots on with heels. I like that. Yeah. Oh, it's I a like, classic. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, nothing. I don't have any like really crazy sexual uh, fantasies um, or requests like. Have you well, ever asked a girl to do something? She was like, ah, no. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, I don't know. Clean the kitchen. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I when I was a kid, one of the first chicks I jerked off to was Pippi Longstock. <laughs> wow. I swear to God. And uh, wow. I, I told the shrink. Oh my God. I told the shrink that once. That's and she said, up. well, she, I told the shrink that once. Said. <laughs> she said, <laughs> I know it's a lot. Oh. Uh, the, a shrink told me that you, that means you, Pippi Longstock was very strong. I go, yeah. She goes, you might want a girl to beat you up. <laughs> And I said, I, I thought maybe I'm sure I get a hooker and just say, could you put ponytails in and beat the shit out of it? <laughs> well, you I should. Know, never, never happened. Do you like the, Do you like like violence? You like, like a little choke choke hit? Well, I, I remember like uh, like uh, I guess Pippi Longstocking throwing you around. <laughs> I am was, not uh, gonna stop imagining you, but as you are now, jerking off to Pippi. Longstocking. I didn't know. I, that's not like the first thought I have when I think Pippi Longstocking that she's strong. Yeah, she, that that's was her not thing. My, she, well, that was for me. I didn't I think she was strong. She beat. She could beat up guys. Oh, she was like a tomboy. And she would beat up older that's guys. That's right. Yeah, You're right. I do remember that. She would beat up like one of the, the evil guys are coming together. Have you ever gotten beat up during sex? 
legs. <laughs> you ever tried it? No, not by a girl. Not beat up, but like pushed around. <laughs> Fucking little slap But you just, slap. you said, you, I think you like it. Uh, I think you would. Yeah. Little yeah, slap. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that, yeah. A little choke. Uh, little but choke. All this time like you've never tried it? I've been with women like getting choked. Getting choked. And that you what, never, how do you feel towards that? Well, it's very <laughs> difficult. You know, that safe word thing is like, okay, what, what is the same? The, the, Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, right. Because uh, then the, the worst thing is to have a safe word uh, with a girl with an accent. Because you don't. Really... <laughs> Wait, did she say? Are you saying I... paprika? <laughs> <laughs> you saying go deeper? Or are you saying paprika? <laughs> Can we make the the safe word sound not sound like go deeper? <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, call. Right. A have you ever used safe words before? With well, people? a girl said that to me once. A stripper in Las Vegas said we should have a safe word. I go for why? We're not doing anything crazy. I'm like, are you afraid? Just like, you just want to have a safe word? I'm like, just afraid I'm going to regret this in the middle. Right. Or say like, I just want you to immediately stop having sex with me. <laughs> when I say lemonade, you take your dick out and you go home. So why don't we just make the safe word the same thing it was for my girlfriend in, in Union? You're gross. Get off. <laughs> we had more of a safe sentence. Oh, Union. At the Beer Temple, you know. Oh, wow. You had sex in Beer Temple Park? Yes, you Whoa. never did. No, that's what we we used to call it getting cool. I know. I left Union before I ever had sex there. I have since gone back and had oh, well, sex in uh, Union. Oh, okay. But I lost my virginity in Manhattan. You still have family in Union? Yeah, my parents still live in we're Union. From the, we're from the I same hometown. I was there hometown. yesterday. And we're from the same hometown. Union. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. It's a. Uh, it was. A, it was a fun town to be from. There's a, a little bit of everything there. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, Fucking a park. Uh, <laughs> Fucking. the uh, so did you go to college? Yeah, I went to SVA, School of Visual Arts. Oh, okay. So you went right to Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, did I you moved here when I was 17. I did not go to college, no. Because you started stand-up before that, right? Didn't you go to Seton Hall for like a second? Uh, yeah, for a, a brief second. And then my father fell and I left. But I, I uh, yeah, I, I did. There was no money to do it because he had fallen. So I just, and I, but I don't want to go anyway. So I don't yeah. know. I never got a college credit, you know? Did yeah. you have an idea of what you wanted? Like, when did you know you wanted to be a comic? When I was 14, oh, I, I was nice. like, you know, I wanted to be play shortstop for the Yankees until I was 14, and I knew that wasn't going to happen. And then you're like, nah, comedy. I was a great baseball player. I made all, all county at the Union at third base, and I, I uh, but you know, I lifted weights once in my life, and I remember putting them <laughs> down and going, I'm never doing that. <laughs> Nope. It was so boring. When I said know, to myself, you know. a, is there a chance I'm going to make $10 million a year playing baseball? No. So why would I ever do that again? And uh, you don't to get look good in a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I never wanted to be a cop, a fireman, a lawyer, a doctor, president. I wanted to immediately be a comedian. That's yeah. high aspirations. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's like, you know, okay, I'm going to have to, at some point, you know, we all said that. We're going to have to roll the dice, you know, and see what happens. I'm glad I did, obviously, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I was just, yeah, from 14 on. So how, uh, well, we have to we have to wrap, but how, uh, I'm curious about how sex for you in your, say, your 20s, yeah. how is it different than right now? Oh, like, man. Do you uh, do it as much? Do it, 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 it seemed like I was, it seems like I was it's so funny if your if your knowledge could match your physicality, <laughs> it'd be great. I yeah. think I appreciate it way more now. I think I know how and I they know more about it now, obviously from experience. But when you're in your twenties, man, it's just uh, you'd like to really sit back and go enjoy how, like you know, everything works uh, immediately and right, and no matter what's going on, and uh, <laughs> uh, you're. Uh, you're, you're just you're, I was better looking I was in shape I was thinner I was everything you know I, I yeah so the, 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 the nothing like nothing like being in your 20s for anything because even if you don't make it yet 
you know, I was actually, I was 27, you know, when I got my break and started making good money and uh, got a little fame. And I, I haven't looked back. I've been lucky. But uh, even at 24, when you're uh, broke and you're struggling in New York, you have hope. And, and yeah. you're young. It's, it's, there's nothing better than that. Smile. Yeah, yeah right. Well, there's so much happening fuck. around you. Right. Know. Yeah. It's just and going to New York is so great. We're so lucky. I mean, even yeah. Philly's so close by. And Philly's a great town, too. But you, you come here, and uh, especially where we're from, it's we're 18 minutes in a yeah. car. Yeah. The greatest city in the world. We're, you know, we don't have to come from Nebraska. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, when you get here, it's, it's just exciting to be yeah, around. The energy. Uh, yeah. 90, I w- first went to the Comedy Cellar in 1992, and I you know, looked around me, and it's just, uh, you, you just, uh, at that point, uh, it, uh, you never fully appreciate it, but you do more if you go and, and try this. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, the answer is the 20s was better. Yeah, <laughs> it was better. Yeah. And then just lastly, do you do you feel like being on uh, being with Howard and, and working on that show for so long, did that change or affect in any way, like how you thought about women with the the openness of the women in and out um, of the studio? Or Well, you know what? It didn't, it didn't in a bad way because of Howard's example off air. Mm-hmm. Howard, uh, you know, it's so funny. He's not, he, he, again, I haven't known Howard uh, personally now for six years and I used to be a great friend of his uh, off air too. And one of the, the worst things that heroin uh, stole from me and it steals a lot from you was my friendship uh, with, with Howard, not even on air was uh, being friends with the guy because we were very close. Um, and I'll probably never talk to him again on a real level. Yeah. uh, Some of that's on him. So much. Yeah. But some of that's on him. It's a long story, but uh, most of it's on me. I was the one who became a, a junkie, but, um, the example he gave off the air, with women was I, for all of his reputation for being this uh, scumbag stripper, blah, 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 that the mainstream show business tries to put on him. He's the only guy I've met in show business who I would let my sister date. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's, he treats women with respect. He, he, uh, he is uh, generous. He's classy. I never saw him even come close to cheating on Beth when I was with him and uh, uh, on the show. And he wasn't even really fully uh, uh, involved with her the way he is now. When I first started there, there were Dayton. He's very respectful. So I saw the difference. So mm. there were women who came there who they're going to have problems whether it's a Howard Stern or not. Right. You know, it's just a shame. But uh, they have no uh, no moral compass no matter what. And they come from horrible families and whatever else adds to their problems. But Howard off the air, we, it was someone I wanted to be more like than the on-air shit we used to do. Mm. So I think it uh, gave me, uh, in some ways, uh, more respect for, for women. You know, uh, I, I, I don't know if that Thanks, makes Alex sense. What I yeah, well, no, that makes a lot of sense for me. It did well, because I think a guy can be fucking filthy and right. still be great. Like, well, his still... best, uh, his best liner, Michael Landon, the guy from uh, Little House on the Prairie, died, and he was, of course, you know, uh, compared to Howard, this classy guy and the hypocrisy of uh, show business. It was great. Howard's best line was when he died. Uh, they said he was a family man, and Howard said he, he was. He had seven of them. <laughs> You know, Howard was in the same way. This guy got divorced, divorced for cheating, yeah. for cheating, yeah. hitting a woman, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, you know, he, he had seven families. Of course, he was a family man. Yeah. And that hypocrisy was what Howard pushed Well, the pushed thing with through. Howard is he's honest about, right. about right. that no, shit. And you can't shit. Like, I can't, I can't. I would never shit on a dude for just being forthright about, 
your fucking pervy ass little fucking feelings. I love that. Well, again, great. again, you guys are uh, you you know by any standards probably you know intellectuals, but you're also uh, comedians. Yeah. A savage sense of humor is a great equalizer. I don't think yeah. I could really mm -hmm. ever uh, like you say date a comedian. I don't think I could ever date someone who didn't have a sense of humor. Yeah, because uh, how could you? I I think uh, it equal the fun in that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it levels out everything. And um, honesty, like those the men's with rights guys. When I hear that, it just gives me douche chills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just totally. Come, oh, terrible. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, what is your pro that's your the cause? <laughs> Who hurt you? That's your fucking cause. <laughs> You want a better place to stand on the subway? What, are you, what, the what a waste of Just time. Just because she's pregnant doesn't mean I have to get up. Well, and they're Three clearly seats. mad that you're uh, having success. Like, that's what they're mad about. I know. I wish, about. I wish they could get them to be happy for it. Yeah. For They'll it. get over yeah, it one day. That'd be great. One day. You okay. They'll get over Until it. then, this podcast <laughs> yeah. will still be here. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so thank much you for so talking much. to us. This, uh, this was great, guys. Did thank you, you. Yeah, I had a blast. Again, I would never allow two men in this apartment. I know. Woman uh, privilege. And don't let the men's with rights guys know that. No. Okay. Uh, they'll be mad at me. But uh, I They're appreciate fighting for that right. I, I do appreciate it. Much much more luck oh, and success. Thanks. Okay. And let Thank me know. Thank you. You need any help, let me know. Is there anything that people should listen to or watch? For oh, yeah. Well, your, your podcast. Uh, if you go to Artie Quitter, uh, one word, A-R-T-I-E and the word Quitter, ArtieQuitter.com. It has uh, my podcast, Artie Lang Uncensored, and all my stand updates. I, I got uh, Fox Theater and uh, Foxwoods on 26th of December and the 27th up at the Wilbur Theater in Boston, and a bunch of stuff uh, in the new year. ArtieQuitter.com has everything, but the big thing is the podcast. Uh, yeah, you said you were doing four episodes. You do four episodes a week. That's awesome. Yeah, Monday through Thursday, yeah, at least nine, content. at least ninety minutes. Damn. And, uh, so uh, an HBO show called Crashing that I shot um, uh, that should be coming out in February, I think. Uh, oh, Judd nice. Apatow directed it. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it was fun. So uh, check that out too. A lot going Sick. on. Well, oh, exciting! Thank but, you so much. Uh, Artiequitter.com has everything, and, and I uh, again, happy holidays and. <laughs> You're going to see Star Wars, right? Um, yeah, I guess Star Wars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, it's Christmas. Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day. It's coming on Christmas Day. This is a Christmas Day. episode. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. We just like Christmas like Day, and you looked at us like, did I miss Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Shit. God. I've been here for a week. I'm the only person who could genuinely have to, have to think about it. <laughs> you have to clarify that it's not. Already, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, well, man. Okay, yeah. It's happening a lot. Bono Natale. So I'll be in Union, New Jersey when this comes out, guys. Thank you so oh, much that's great. for listening to Guys We Fucked the Anti-Slut-Shaming <laughs> Podcast. That's a great we'll name. talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you. If we make it through December Everything's gonna be alright, I know It's the coldest time of winter and I shiver when I see the falling snow If we make it through December Got plans to be in a warmer town come summertime Maybe even California If we make it through December we'll be fine Got laid off down at the factory And their timing's not the greatest in the world